brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground.
Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on? This is the show where we get together Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific to talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. And of course, you know what those things are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside-down as always, we are doing this live. We are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And if you want to be part of the show tonight, the number to call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. It's got all the stuff you need, all the social media, all the podcast information, all of everything, and uh, including the phone numbers there. So if you uh, if I read it a little bit too fast, which I'm uh, uh, likely to do sometimes, uh, just uh, go to the troubledminds.org. You absolutely cannot miss it. The phone number is right on top. The Discord invite is right on top and uh we'll uh, discord discord of course is a chat client it's a voice client it's completely free and it's how we do international uh calls because we have people listening to the show all over the world so uh in, in this figure in 2021 we still have this little thing called long distance long distance it's still a thing in 2021 which makes absolutely no sense more uh more of the um the living in the upside down right the companies and the uh, legislators and all the rest of this they can't get their stuff together fast enough to even just fix things for the internet age we still have area codes and things like this which again absolutely makes no sense but whatever uh, our way around it is using discord it's a chat client voice client like i said completely free and you can use it internationally without uh, any any other sort of cost whatsoever free is it and uh there you go hop in and say what's up um and that's what's up uh, that's what's going on uh, mama bug i see it why does everyone say restream bot except for you because you're special clearly special but well we're reading your chat there so so as we go tonight what we're happening what we're doing tonight is, uh, of course, we're talking about all those things I described and uh, more than that, because this show's about more than that. That's just a, a brief description because you just can't talk about everything in an intro when we talk about everything, everything interesting anyway. Most most of the problems of the world, well, they're manufactured problems, right? They're issues. They're uh, you know, the government uh, just being tomfoolery style, right? This type of thing. It's, it's, uh, it's ridiculous, right? It's literally outright ridiculous. Uh, and there's bigger things going on in the world. There are more important things happening. And uh, that's part of why we do the show in the format we do so that we can hear what you have to say about a lot of the things that we bring up, uh, that, that I bring up, that we that we talk about as a collective group here. And uh, like I say, this is a, this is less of a show. This is more of a conversation. And the secret weapon of this show is you. Uh, if you've heard this show a little bit, uh, you do know that we have amazing callers, uh, incredibly smart people that listen to this show and uh, contribute to uh, the topics and the ideas and all the rest of this to to make this into well, uh, just just better than the sum of its parts. Right? Uh, you get together and. And you talk about these things and you uh, become uh, better, better together, right? Uh, collaboration is always way, way better than just one guy rambling on a microphone. And so that's what this is about. And so the secret weapon of this show is you. And one more time, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. We also have another Discord running at fringe.fm slash chat. It, again, is a free. It's part of the same program. I'm watching all the chat rooms to make sure that I uh, catch up with all the folks that are saying all these 
amazing things out there. So there you go. And one last thing before we get going, uh, there's also uh, the easiest way to listen to uh, Troubled Minds or anything else on Fringe, by the way, is just download the Fringe app. It's, you can find it in the Apple iTunes store or the Android store. Just uh, completely free. Download it. And uh, at 7.05 precisely, smash that play, play button and you'll get Troubled Minds. And then, uh, of course, all the great programming that comes after that and before that and all the rest of that. So, all right. All right. Now, uh, okay. Now that all that's out of the way, look, this is crazy. This, this is, this one's a little bit nuts. Okay. And, uh, if I read this several days ago on Twitter, all right, UFO Twitter. And I was like, nah, come on, really? Are, Are we trying to make a link between these two things? This seems ridiculous. But then, but then, all right, which the two things of course being UFOs, and Havana syndrome. All right. But then, uh, just recently, uh, it started getting covered. And, uh, part of the, the, uh, the idea here is an individual, a scientist has been, uh, spending some time putting people, uh, in, in MRIs and studying their brains, people that have had UFO contacts. Okay. And, uh, well, it's, uh, it starts to become, interesting and uh terrifying kind of all at the same time as this as this really starts to roll because uh not only is it um there's a connection with this havana syndrome thing it's not as ridiculous as it first seems so so hang tight with that and we'll get to a lot of this stuff tonight and uh i don't know it's a it's a little bit um it is unnerving. It is. Uh, uh, okay, so let's, uh, let's get to Havana syndrome first, just so you understand where, where the context of this is coming from. So now, Havana syndrome in particular is this. This is from sciencefocus.com. I'm going to go here real quick, just so you can understand what's going on tonight. Uh, and uh, it, it begins like this. What is causing Havana syndrome, the mysterious illness that has struck hundreds of of U.S. diplomats, and this is from tonight. This this article was literally published t- today at uh, ten fifty eight a.m. Actually, so uh, if that's East Coast time, that was this afternoon. Anyway, and it, this is this is where this begins. And trust me, this leads to UFOs. All right, check this out. In December twenty twenty one, a former FBI agent previously posted to Guangzhou in China began legal proceedings against the U.S. government. The agent claimed the U.S. Secretary of State and the State Department hadn't taken the situation seriously enough when a few years earlier in Guangzhou, the agent and his family had begun experiencing sudden headaches, dizziness, nosebleeds, memory loss, and nausea. All right. So there's a little bit of wildness going on with this just to start just now. This is what Havana syndrome is. Okay. And this is where this starts to get a little bit crazy because we've been talking about this for years, literally now it's probably been what, two years. And the first time this was reported is all the way back in 2016. All right. So the thing with this is, uh, number one, terrifying. If this is some sort of, um, you know, maybe, uh, electromagnetic weapon or some side of some sort of microwave weapon or some sort of, uh, acoustic weapon, like they've said, but uh, it's, it's, again, afflicted hundreds of diplomats, and not just United States diplomats, Canadian diplomats. This was first re- uh, the reason it's called Havana Syndrome is because it was first reported in Cuba, 
right of all places. And so a little bit, a little bit nuts here. Let's, let's read a little bit more of this just so you understand where we're going tonight. And this is, uh, this is pretty wild. So it was just the latest development in a saga that first began to unfold in 2016 when dozens of U.S. agents and staff based at the U.S. Embassy in Cuba began describing a similar range of neurological symptoms, in many cases accompanied by an eerie or ear-splitting sound and facial pain. All right. Uh, depending on who you ask, it's so-called Havana syndrome, which by now has reportedly affected more than 200 U.S. staff based not only in Cuba and China, but also Germany, Austria, Russia and Serbia. And this was also a recent suspected case in Washington. Um, so is so this thing, Havana syndrome, is caused by a malicious sonic or microwave based weapon developed by the Russians. Is it? Or is it a textbook instance of mass psychogenic illness? And well, that's the problem here. That's what's nobody still, at least what from what they're telling us, is that nobody knows what this is. Okay. And still, again, it first reported uh, back in 2016. We've talked about this several times uh, in in full depth on troubled minds because just the idea of a of an invisible weapon that you cannot detect that let's say you go to sleep and they just turn this thing on and it can basically cause you to be ill for several days weeks months even years and cause brain damage of some sort and uh, imagine that and in the quiet uh, the what, what do they call it the uh uh, quiet weapon, silent weapons for quiet wars, or the other way around. I can't remember how the term goes. It's something like that, right? And this is this is why this is pretty wild, and why this gets crazy. Because Havana syndrome, in and of itself, is insane. Just the thought, like I said, how terrifying is it that you'd have to maybe in a in in the future, in a dystopian future, you'd have to climb into something like a Faraday cage to sleep just to make sure you were safe from some sort of weapon like this that could be just turned on in your neighborhood and do damage to you and not just you, your neighbors and everybody else, because it's completely unclear what the range of this thing actually is. All right. Now, that's Havana syndrome in a nutshell. We'll go a little bit more to this article again from sciencefocus.com. And you can find all my links below on YouTube. Of course, I always have my links because I, I want you guys to know where I got this information from. I'm not making this stuff up. Uh, and so so pretty wild. Remember, so that the, the symptoms are sudden headaches, dizziness, nosebleeds, memory loss, and nausea, right? All of that, all of that are symptoms of this Havana syndrome. Okay, and uh, pretty terrifying considering that if this is actually a weapon they're using against diplomats in some sort of gain of function purpose, uh, well, of course, the reason you do that is to roll it out to a wider area, right? To a wider audience, uh, as it were, or let's say victims. I think audience is probably the, a poor word there. But you get what I'm saying is that uh, there's, there's a lot of pretty nuttiness here uh, with just with this as we begin. And we're not even talking talking about ufos yet so ufos might fit into this this havana syndrome so now now this has been pretty wild the whole havana syndrome syndrome thing in in the uh in the news in the news cycle since uh since since a very long time ago again since 2016 i think the first time it was reported or kind of leaked out was sometime in late 2018 because we were doing the show then and uh, i picked it up in the news cycles way back then on troubled minds in the early days and so this is something that continually kind of bubbles back into the news but the problem is uh, every time it does it's not one of those things where it's a it's a situation that uh, is 
is actually a uh, uh, it's, it's a divine, definable thing, I guess. Is a, you know some some cases they've said it's an acoustic weapon with a low frequency audio. Other cases they said it's a, some sort of microwave directed energy weapon. Uh, in some cases, which sounds absolutely ridiculous, uh, the we had some some sources reporting that it was actually crickets chirping at night that had some uh, particular frequency that was causing brain damage and all these other symptoms, which to me is absolutely absurd. And I said that when they reported that the first time. And so depending on who you ask, right, there's a whole bunch of different stuff going on. And if it's called Havana syndrome, they first detected this in a Cuban embassy, United States embassy in Cuba. And of course, uh, so we had diplomats affected there, not just from the United States, but also from uh, Canada, like I said, and some other uh, countries of the world. But the problem is that at least from the uh, intelligence aspect, from like what's going on, uh, do, do we know what this is? We don't know. We don't know because uh, we, it's never been confirmed in the sense that it was a uh, actual uh, thing, right? Because you can't, again, like if it's, a, if it's a laser beam, right? Pew, pew, that type of thing. You, you see it. There's evidence. There's damage. There's burns. There's radiation. There's things like this, right? You can actually see a weapon. But this weapon, this thing, whatever this thing is that's causing these people to not only be sick for, again, days, weeks, months, even years at this point, there are people that are still, uh, you heard, a, uh, I'm not going to say it, never mind, uh, but, but years later, still feeling, feeling these, uh, these ill effects, uh, and it's completely ruined their lives because their, their brain is completely damaged, they can't focus anymore, and they're in, in a constant state of headaches and pain. And uh, that's wild, right? Imagine. Imagine you turn this thing on, whatever this weapon happens to be, and it uh, just can melt the minds of your whole block, right? Melt the minds of your whole block. Think about that. That's, that's absurd because that's what's happening here. And not only that, right? It's ha- it seems to be happening through walls, because because they didn't obviously drag this thing into, you know, the place where these people are sleeping and turn on this massive machine and, you know, cause this damage through either, again, through some sort of acoustic weapon, some sort of directed energy microwave weapon. Who knows what's going on with this, all right? So it seems to be able to travel through walls. It's undetectable. People don't even know they've been hit with it till after the effect and they start to become sick maybe uh, hours later. And then the sickness can remain for years think about that that is terrifying and if it is an actual weapon that they've been using well where does that lead us that's the question here right that's the first question tonight what is this havana syndrome all right and uh should we believe uh the stories about crickets should we believe the stories about a weapon made by russia is what they're saying right to me, uh, I'm no fan of Russia. Uh, their human rights uh, violations and uh, the way they care about people is uh, pretty, pretty, uh, uh, let's just say it's less than, okay? It's less than. Uh, it, they could do better. And it's, it's not because they don't want to. They don't want to do better. Or it's not, right. no, it's, it is because they don't want to do better, right? They kind of, like it, people disappearing in Russia when you, uh, when you uh, speak out against Vladimir over there, uh, it, it's, it's a normal thing. Like, like we think, you know, persecuting journalists over here is saying you can't get into the white house right over there they just disappear they just jump out of windows right you know jump in quotes out of windows that's what happens to journalists over there they just disappear so 
Again, I'm no fan of Russia in the way its government runs. Again, like I said, as always, I hate to make sweeping accusations. I I have no problem with Russian people or any of the rest of that. You have to clarify because people twist your words, okay? It's the governments, uh, clearly always the governments that are doing these dirty shenanigans. Now, with that said, back to the Havana Syndrome, they're saying it's a Russian-made weapon, and they first deployed it in Havana in 2016. And so that's when our first diplomats were experiencing these, these damaging things and all the rest of this, all right? So, so fine. You say, that's cool, Mike. I get it. I'm with you. Thank you for the explanation. However, what does that have to do with UFOs? Well, uh, valued listener, I'm glad you ask. Check this out. It gets better. This gets deeper. Now, this is from the New York Post, and this is uh, actually put, uh, put up there two days. Is this today? Today, yesterday. Uh, sorry, a few days ago, December 12th. Now, this is the thing, right? A look inside people's brains who say they've had a UFO encounter. Let me pause this. People beating each other up. <laughs> In the video beating each other up on the screen. Oh, geez. Uh, anyway, all right. So this is nuts. A professor has been testing the brains of people who say they've experienced a UFO encounter. And these are the symptoms they display. Dr. Gary Nolan, a professor of pathology at Stanford University, who has published more than 300 research articles and holds 40 U.S. patents, has spent the past decade analyzing materials from alleged unidentified aerial phenomenon, right? UAP, UFOs, same thing. Speaking to Vice's motherboard, Nolan opened up about his work and revealed what sparked his interest in UAP. All right. Or UF, I'll just uh, substitute for UFOs because that's the term that most people are familiar with. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nolan, who admitted being an avid reader of science fiction, said his interest took flight when he reached out to a man named Stephen Greer. We've all heard, heard of Dr. Stephen Greer, who claimed a small skeleton was possibly an alien, uh, which, of course, we've seen this, uh, this story as well. It was eventually revealed that the skeleton was human as it had a number of mutations in skeletal genes that could potentially explain the biology. And this is, uh, I think it's the Atacama skeleton. It's small, and uh, it's, it's that, right? So, okay, so, so now what's going on with this? Let's, uh, let's keep on trucking here. And uh, uh, so it was, event- okay, uh, so Nolan published a paper, a paper titled Whole Genome Sequencing of Atacama Skeleton Shows Novel mu- mu- uh, Mutations Linked with uh, Dysplasia, right? Okay, fine. That's, that's the thing, right? But his involvement with UAP began after he was asked to use his, blo- uh, his bloody analysis instrumentation to help with cases of pilots who were close to alleged UAPs and horrible brain damage. You hear what's going on right here? We've got this happening. We've got actual pilots and people in UFO cases that somehow are being afflicted with brain damage. Now, again, think back to Havana Syndrome, and we've talked about UFOs in the past as being super interested in military bases and that whole, uh, like I always call it, the UFO trope of uh, uh, people hanging out around, uh, or UFOs hanging out around uh, uh, nuclear missile facilities, right? So that's where you would expect, uh, in many cases, maybe not on the facilities themselves, but nearby is where a lot of these embassies may be. And so... I don't know. Is there a connection there? Is there a link? We'll get more into uh, Gary Nolan's uh, actual study here and what's happening with uh, brain damage and possibly UFO encounters. But uh, is there a link here? The question tonight is exactly that. Do you think there's a link here? 
are people being damaged possibly by uh, a UFO that's hovering above uh, these military bases, these areas where diplomats would be, you know, in safe harbor, in particular, maybe not so safe uh, areas of the world? That's the question tonight. And think about it. And uh, well, as we go into what uh, the the doctor here, Gary Nolan, is saying with some of the studies he's done on UFO sighting participants, people that have actually seen UFOs in the flesh, up close and personal. Uh, that maybe you'll see some similarities in the rest of this. So pretty wild stuff. Let's go to, uh, I'm not sure who this is. Uh, welcome to Troubled Minds. You're on with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Welcome to the show. Yes, hi, Mike. Hi, what's going on? My name is Brian. I'm from Joshua Tree, California, and it's kind of crazy to hear your show tonight because I am prior military who could... I guess someone attest to this. Hello? I'm sorry, I'm at Starbucks. <laughs> uh, get, get me a uh, Vente. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, all right. All right, we're running out of time, my friend. So you got like a minute. If you want to hang on after the break, we can do that for you. But you got like a minute before we got to take a break. So go right ahead. Yeah, sure. Okay, you want to hang on and we'll get, get back to you? Yeah, I'll hang on. I'll hang right here. Okay, so uh, don't don't hang up the phone. I'm going to put you on mute. I'll be right back to get you in approximately five or six minutes. Hang tight, okay? Brian in uh, okay. Uh, SoCal. Okay, we'll get back, right back to you. All right, so this is the deal, right? We're talking about Havana Syndrome tonight. We've got Brian on the phone. We're going to get back to him. He's uh, uh, Again, he said he's a military. He's a, a prior military experience, and he can actually attest to some of this Havana Syndrome stuff. And uh, we'll talk to him in just a moment. But that's the question tonight. Do you think there is some sort of link between this Havana syndrome, brain damage, people being sick through this, whatever this weapon is, silent weapons for quiet wars. And do you think it's a, there's not just the Havana syndrome, maybe there's a link here with a possible radiation damage or things like this from actual UFOs. And that's what's on my mind tonight. And I'm wondering if there's anything to this, because if there is, in both cases, it's terrifying nonetheless. And still looking to hear from you tonight. We got Brian on the phone. He's got some uh, information for us. We'll go back to him in just a moment. Love to hear your thoughts. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Brian, hang tight. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. We'd love to hear what you're going to tell us. All right. So this is Troubled Minds. We're talking about UFOs, Havana Syndrome, and you. More after the break. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. 
When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And we're taking your phone call tonight as we talk about UFOs, Havana Syndrome, brain damage, and is there some sort of link here? I don't know the answer to this. As you know, this is not the answers show. This is the questions show. If I had all the answers, it would be a very short show. I would read the answers like all the rest of the demagogues and then end the show and not let you call and talk about these things. But that's not what this is about. This is about getting together and considering all the possibilities. So if you want to be part of the show tonight, uh, give us a call. 702-957-1037 at 702-957-1037. Let's get back to our friend here, Brian. What's up, Brian? Thank you for being patient. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Right on. So you said you had some uh, some actual information regarding this Havana syndrome. Can you tell us about it? Well, you know, not actually the Havana syndrome. Maybe I misheard you, but I was referring back to, you know, military and prior service members and UFO experience and such on. Okay, sure. Sure. Go right ahead. You know what? I've been out the military for a while. Uh, I live here in the deserts of Southern California. Um, and I can attest to, you know, since me getting out the military, uh, which I'm, you know, Marine Corps, 
uh, I have seen and experienced things that, you know, kind of stem from my experience, but sometimes it's kind of crazy. It's just, uh, it's just crazy how things have happened so far. Okay. Uh, regarding, you want to tell us what, what happened? So you've seen UFOs with your own eyes? Uh, yes, I have. And the crazy thing is, you know, I've seen them once before and they're outside our military base. <laughs> and you know, and how they come is very crazy. Um, but yeah, I've I've actually seen them. Uh, and this is outside, you know, just dancing right outside the base, right in the training area. Yeah. Okay. So so you've seen these things. Was it often, or was it just a very very rare occurrence? Did you see them kind of regularly? Uh, you know what the experience that I had with them, um. It was like they're dancing in the sky. All you seen was these kind of reddish, orange orbs just dancing. And when you see them, like they look like they look like stones skipping across water. And when I had noticed it, they had noticed me, noticed them. And it was crazy because I was on the phone and I was looking up and I was like, "Wait, wait a second, is that?" And they looked and they noticed me. And they came crashing together, you know what I'm saying, circled me, and then shot straight up. And that was it. That's pretty wild. Right outside the train. Pretty wild. I've, I've seen something similar out here in Las Vegas, by the way. Uh, I've described them the same way, actually. Orange orbs dancing together in the sky. I've seen this. I've seen, when I saw it, it was about 8 to 10 or 12 of them. It was uh, happened too quickly to count, but they were kind of just maybe swirling around each other, like sort of in this, uh, I wouldn't call it a geometrical pattern, but it was sort of um, just uh, uh, dancing, like dancing in the sky. And then for me, they didn't, they didn't shoot up. They faded. Like it was like you snapped your fingers and they all faded out. It was pretty wild. It was, a, it was probably like a, a minute, minute and a half long. So it couldn't have been flares or any of the rest of that stuff that people describe. It was nothing like I've ever really? seen. Pretty wild, though. Um, so what do you think these things are, these, these lights in the sky, the UFOs? Do you, think, do you think they're ours in a military way, or do you think they're, uh, well, theirs <laughs> in, a, in an ET or something yeah. else way? Uh, I think, I truly think it's ET. You know, I do believe that we do have UAPs, but we also do have UFOs. Like, you know, the difference between these orbs and, you know, and the TikToks that people see, you know, the main difference is that, you know, these orbs, they glow. These TikToks, those are white. That's man-made. That's the technology that we use. And they know that, and they observe that. And, you know, it's, it's just crazy after seeing some of these things. And, you know, it wasn't even the fact that I'd seen it. It's what happened afterwards. Okay, um, what happened? What happened? Go right ahead. <laughs> uh, you know, a couple of nights later, you know, I started kind of experiencing strange things. Uh, I had a mole that popped up on my body that was never there. And I can't even say it's a mole, but it looks strange from anything else that's on my body. But is it a scar? Is it tissue? What, what is it, right? But it was never there. Um, visions, like things that I can't even put in language. But at the same time, you see visions of it that kind of make sense. I don't even know if that makes sense but that's just one of the few things that have happened i've seen oh, experience just oh man just crazy okay and uh, you know they're far in between 
Okay, and so uh, do you know anybody else who uh, maybe uh, while you were in the military, uh, anybody else corroborate this? Can anybody else say, yeah, yeah, I was with him, I saw this? I'm not trying to call anybody and verify. I just want to know if other people were with you when you saw this exact thing or if you think it was maybe a personal experience. This actually happened, you know, after once I got out. You know what I'm saying? While I was in, um, I remember one time we went out to the field and, of course, we're out in the field, and whenever we see out there, we always think it's amazing and odd because, you know, it's not like everything else out there. It's not freaking boring out. <laughs> right. So, and I remember one night, you know, just doing our little nightly duties or nightly duties. It was just me. And, uh, you know, I'm out waiting for the next shift. I remember hearing a buzzing sound, and I remember turning my head in corner, and I remember seeing, you know, something out the corner of my eyes, I turn, and as I turn, I just see something shooting up. And I thought that was kind of odd because it shot up and it got to a certain point and it just stopped. And I was like, what, what is that? <laughs> the next thing I knew, I heard coyotes howling and I turned my head and that was that. Wow, that's pretty but, wild. That's pretty wild. Yeah. The thing was, you know, what happened in between because you know, I just remember the drop in temperature. And the drop in temperature was when things kind of came back. Just a little bit. So, I mean, yeah. Okay, sweet. So, so uh, let me ask you then. So, you do think that some of these things are ET, but you do think we also have UAPs. You think that we're, maybe some of the stuff we see that's military out there is uh, a lot of these sightings as well. Uh, are you able to tell the difference? Or would you know? Uh... Like I said, you know, the, you know, with the UFOs or I feel like what the government is showing us, you know, when it comes to these Tic Tac videos and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I believe those are man-made. Um, I truly do because if they weren't man-made, they move totally differently. They're, they're more curious than anything. So, Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Fantastic. I appreciate the phone call, my friend. Where did you find us? Where did you find this show? Yeah, you know, I started listening to your show just a couple of hours ago. Um, just driving, like I said, I'm in the desert like you. Matter of fact, I'm outside of Joshua Tree. And uh, yeah, you know, just wanted to hear something, man. And, okay. Uh, came across you. On the, on the radio or where, where exactly did you find us? On Spotify. Spotify. Found you on Spotify. Right Spotify. Next to Lex, uh, Lex, okay. Yeah. Next to Lex Friedman and Joe Rogan and all the rest of them. Gotcha. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, th- thank you for, uh, for, for being interested in the subject. Thanks for sharing your story. Thank you for calling us. First time caller. I appreciate that very much. Look forward to hearing from you in the future. Okay, my friend? Sounds good. Have a good night. Thanks a lot. You too. Appreciate the call. There you go. Brian in Joshua Tree, California. Uh, first time caller. I love the first time callers. Love all the callers. Like I always say, our secret weapon is our callers because uh, I'm one dude. I'm one person. Uh, contrary to popular belief, I'm not an android. I'm not an alien. I'm just one person. And I clearly, because I'm one person, I can't know all the things. So getting together and talking about these things actually, well, uh, teaches us something, doesn't it? So good stuff from Brian there. Uh, again, he's a believer in UFOs. But interesting, he's got military experience. And he says, like me, I agree that the Tic Tacs they're showing us are 
man-made. I think they are. I, I've always thought so because if they were trying to give us true disclosure, in my opinion, they would show us more and not just these three same crappy videos that look almost identical one to the other. Uh, it, it, clearly, we have different UFOs. Brian and I have seen UFOs that look almost identical just in description. His shot up in the air, mine disappeared. So... Well, you tell me. How come, how come we don't have videos of those things that are showing, right? I'm sure you guys, if you're listening to this show, people out there have probably seen your own UFOs. Pretty wild stuff. A great, great call. I appreciate that, Brian. Uh, we're looking to hear from you. We're talking about UFOs tonight talking about if there's some sort of link where people are damaged through maybe a radiation situation or uh, and if there is some sort of correlation possibly to Havana syndrome we'll get back to this this uh, study by Gary Nolan in just a moment but uh, like I said I, I when I first saw this on UFO Twitter I rolled my eyes I was like really we're trying to link Havana syndrome to UFOs this makes no sense but then well after reading this this guy was doing the study uh, and having some of the same effects it uh, made me hmm, go, hmm, what's going on? So anyway, if, uh, if you guys uh, want to be part of the show, we're looking to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can go to troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, and uh, we'll put you on the show there. Uh, let's go to our good friend, uh, Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I got a question. Sure. Go right ahead. Is this Havana Syndrome? Is it exclusive to State Department employees? As far as we're aware, currently, it seems to be. Uh, there, there's also maybe CIA, military. But again, if it's like a military uh, sort of uh, injury, that stuff is not, uh, it's not disclosed. So we, at this point, even for, since 2016, the full scope of this is probably not public knowledge yet. So you are correct well, publicly. But go ahead. Yes, correct publicly. Those kind, those, kind, those kind of government employees would also be issued a government cell phone. That's true. Yes. So, just bringing it a little bit down to earth, that seems to me the simplest way to send some kind of, of signal through an ear that would cause the syndrome. Okay. So that's one way to do it. As somebody set up in the chat as well that it's not uh, it's unclear how big the device is itself. So I like where you're headed with this. It could be a tiny tiny device that maybe they did embed in uh, possibly a compromised cell phone. I, I like the thought it, for sure. It wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the first time that uh, uh, the dark forces of, in our government was experimenting on its own employees. No, of course not. And that would be a and that would be an easy way to do that. And, and the, but the question is, if that were the case, and I'm not saying it is, but it seems like it's a, a real good possibility to me, uh, what's the ultimate goal with that? What are they after? Well, exactly. Especially if this has like a short-term and long-term effects, and we're talking about brain damage. Like, this is, this is a pretty terrifying thing, and I, it seems like a weapon, doesn't it? I, I, how else would you classify it? Sure, it's a weapon, but um, you, uh, utilizing that, let's say, through a cell phone on a small group of employees, all right, uh, keeps it pretty well covert, all right? It sounds to me like it's one of their dastardly little experiments that they... Um, taking data from 
seeing, you know, all the effects that this this can have, and then graduating it to its real purpose. And maybe it's uh, us. Maybe they're going to put something in our cell phones. Yeah, well, exact. So then would you or would you not call that a gain of function? <laughs> that would be a gain of function exercise, like I was saying, right? Sure. They're, they're, no virus, no virus. Exactly. All right, but it does. It's good for the healthcare industry because they'll be, you know, uh, going back and forth uh, to doctors and hospitals for the rest of their lives, and then people are going to make a lot of money. But the point is uh, that, you know, that's kind of like secondary. Uh, this is control. This is some kind of, of deep state experiment in control in, in administering some kind of, sh- of shock to the brain, all right, um, for whatever purposes. And if they're doing it through a cell phone, all right, I- I'm just wondering, you know, which would be the easiest way to do it? Um, Well, Where it goes from there. Yeah, well, and, and we've talked about this in the past with Havana Syndrome. The, the, the problem is, if this is like a smaller scale test to roll this out, let's say in a combat environment or not even, it's if it's in, it's, if the, again, back to the most terrifying part, if it's an invisible weapon that cannot be detected until the impacts are felt days, weeks, months, and years later through brain damage, this is, this is more terrifying than nuclear weapons. Because, like I said, you can roll yeah, out in every say, every neighborhood in the in the country and just turn the sucker on, and you're melting people's brains, let's, literally, right? Yeah. Look, let's just say some some regular person, you know, blue collar guy, and never gets in trouble, uh, and he has a cell phone, you know, uh, that's rigged. All right, or it does maybe it even doesn't have to be rigged? It could just be the the the, the signal could be transferred to. You know, any 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 cell phone, uh, you know, gets out, gets us, you know, suddenly gets an idea to bring a bunch of guns into Las Vegas, all right, and shoot a bunch of people because a signal was sent there that fried his brain. Yeah, sort of like that uh, Manchurian Candidate sort of effect, right? That if you start uh, making people, yeah, uh, he, has, he, has, yeah. he has no idea what happened to him. All right, all he knows is. Yeah, he was talking on his cell phone. All of a sudden, he developed this massive headache. All right, maybe you know some nausea and stuff, and and he slept it off. But something changed. Something altered his brain. Um, made him do something he otherwise would not do. Would never have done. Uh, I bet you, I'm just putting that out for um, a potential answer to all this because they that deep state. They have no morality. All right, if they can do it, they do it. And I'm glad I don't have a cell phone. I will never, ever, 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 ever have a cell phone. My wife has a cell phone. My daughter has a cell phone, but I will never, 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 ever have a cell phone. There's too many things they can do to people through that. Agreed, hundred percent. It's a, it's it's one of those things that needs to be mitigated. That you need to you need to make sure you know what's happening with that stuff. And there's too much shenanigans going yeah, on. Yeah, you're, you're not going to get you're not going to get no mitigation because the, the whole government is, is is owned by the military industrial complex and the corporations. So you're not going to get them to do anything to protect us from this type of thing. Right? Uh, the only people that can protect us is ourselves. 
All right, we have to be. You know, we have to be. You know, not be shy or, or be put down as some kind of conspiracy theorist. Theorist. All right, just because this kind of notion comes across in my brain. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. That's just a notion that comes across in my brain. All right, because it sounds very, very possible that this is what's going on, and they're and they're testing their start State Department because you know. When they get issued the State Department employees their, their State Department phones, all right, they don't, there's no way that those that 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 that, that you, you just accept it. It's part of your job, all right. It's to keep things confidential, but you don't know what was monkeyed around with in that cell phone. Exactly. And uh, Lazy Guy X in the chat says this, which is a fantastic point to add to what you're saying. He says that the easiest way to test things like this is to test it on military because they can cover it up if something goes wrong. You just send a letter out that says, sorry, we lost your, uh, the person, you know, the soldier or whatever in a training incident. And they don't ever have to say it was something like this, right? Sure, sure. But we're not hearing about, you know, soldiers. Um this sort of thing with soldiers, maybe because, you know, soldiers tend to not complain. But State Department officials, they're a different breed, right? <laughs> they're saying something's happening here. They're saying something's happening here. I, they, you know, they wear a suit and tie. They don't carry guns, right? Uh, so that they can't tap that down. And they don't need to because of what they do. First off, they blame Cuba. <coughs> they blame Castro. All right, for you know doing something, you know under underhanded. All right, but then it winds up China and other countries, Russia, where, where State Department officials are being affected. And and here's the thing: there's nothing genetically different between you and that State Department employee. All right, so why why it's just the State Department employees? That tells you a lot. It's be, you know it's limited there. So far, to our knowledge, it's limited to State Department employees. There's the big clue. That's the biggest clue of all. That something nefarious is going on, and it has nothing to do with, with other countries. It has everything to do with what's going on in our own in our own deep state. Amen. I love where your mind's at, and uh, uh, let's uh, let's keep our uh, cell phones in Faraday boxes and mitigate the damage ourselves. <laughs> I love the idea. Yeah, we got to do something. <laughs> we got to do something. I mean, they're they're, they're going to kill us all <laughs> sooner or later. That's what they want to do. Anyway, I'm off. Uh, I'm going to sit back and watch and watch the rest of the show. You see, I, what I do is I watch you on on uh, YouTube on my TV while I still have you on Rockfin on my laptop. Nice. Okay. Got the got double stream going up. Appreciate that. Great stuff as yeah. always, Robert. Thank you for listening. Thanks for caring. Thanks for calling. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Have a great night. <clears throat> Bye. All right. There you go. Simple as that. You guys want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Taking your phone calls tonight as we talk about, well, this Havana syndrome. What's up? Uh, Davinsky says uh, it is not limited to State Department employees. CIA employees have been affected. One member of the National Security Council and a White House aide. And that is uh, correct. All right. But uh, again, uh, the point is that it's uh, basically limited to suits, let's say. It's not uh, basically widespread military yet, as far as we're aware. And But you got to know, you got to know this, too. Considering uh, that they are testing this in some capacity, we don't know what the full scope is because they're not going to—they're not going to let us know. They're not going to give us that data until, of course. I mean, 
come on now they know what it is our government knows what this is right again like uh, i link this in the chat you guys can scroll up and check it out see i'm not making this up they tried to blame this on crickets not that long ago it's like okay uh thanks propaganda deep state for you know telling us this one it's probably not even close to crickets because well clearly white right this would not be a brand new phenomenon would it this would be something that was happening for tons of years because crickets have been around for freaking ever right it's pretty nuts uh so so i don't know uh i have no idea so if you want to be part of the show love to hear your thoughts on this 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 we'll put you on the show and we're talking about uh yeah havana syndrome we're talking about is there some relation to possibly ufos and uh some of the brain scans may actually indicate there's something here uh, whether this is the, the case or the truth or any of the rest of that like i said that is not our, my department that is not our department our department is to ask questions and maybe uh expand some thought in uh, where these things are coming and where they're going that's it so uh again if you're here uh, wanting answers this is not the answer show so just to let you know uh, i i don't have any inside information i've never had any inside information and basically we uh, base, uh we, we roll everything off of news cycles and uh, try and figure out what's actually going on and of course get together and talk about it so if you want to be part of the show one more time 702-957-1037 and uh i don't know um this this one is a little bit terrifying because it is it does seem to be a silent weapon and uh, it's been rolled out in small small capacity thus far this havana syndrome with brain damage and all the rest of this but if you know something about this maybe you know somebody who's been afflicted by this or uh, you know something about maybe microwave weapons or maybe acoustic weapons which is what they've been describing this as at least in the press uh, my thought is probably the government knows a little bit more than they're telling us which seems to be a standard thing anymore and what are your thoughts is this related to ufos in any capacity or is that just making a step too far which is okay we've done that before call it drinking the maybe juice one more time this is troubled minds i'm michael strange looking to hear from you 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 more havana syndrome ufos and you when we return don't go anywhere that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. And they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. This show's live. We do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and we do it to take your phone calls as we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle. 
propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Like I said, we're taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show as we talk about Havana Syndrome. Is there a connection with UFOs? That's right. You heard me say it. UFOs. We'll get to that story as we go tonight. But uh, a lot of terrifying connections here with this Havana Syndrome. And who knows what's going on with this? I don't think this is, uh, well, crickets, let's say. And uh, if you can check the chat, if you want my proof that they've tried to call this whatever this random thing that's happening to people, uh, let's say random, not random, that's actually causing brain damage. It's causing uh, vomiting. It's causing long-term illness. It's, it's causing all kinds of things. And so the question is, what is this? And is it in some way related to maybe the UFO phenomenon where uh, when UFOs are around, people have been known to get uh, sort of radiation sickness and a similar type of brain damage. And that's what we're talking about tonight. So one more time, if you want to be part of the show, take in your phone calls at 702 702- 957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We got some calls, so let's get to these. Let's go to Joseph in Iowa. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Hey. <clears throat> How's it going? Ah, pretty good. Uh, go right ahead. What are your thoughts on this? Does, have you heard of the Savannah Syndrome before? I, I asked, uh, I'm not even going to say the full thing. I asked my, my radio and, uh, you know, I didn't want to trigger anyone's devices, but uh, thank you. I didn't really get much of an answer. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was thinking like an orb, though, for orbs. Like, it could be like a vibration, like that we're bringing through, through like the collective, like connection of internet. We get trending stuff. Like maybe that's a spiritual starship going back to like immortality. Maybe that's a, like a, you would call it a spectator or spectators that were like, let's say there wasn't many humans at a time. And what they had was what like, like vibrations and, you know, the, they were they were building their conscious up, you know. They're building themselves up for this. What's happening right now? Yeah, it could be. So, so you think there is maybe a connection to to uh, the UFOs or this orb phenomenon or something? You're making a connection here, or are you talking about something completely separate? <clears throat> no, I was thinking like, wait, you said what? Well, between the two things, between uh, the orbs you're talking about and Havana Syndrome, do you think there is a connection, or do you think they're completely unrelated? That was the question. That's that's the question tonight, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not that's, even sure. That's okay, because neither am I. <laughs> totally. That's that's why we're talking about this. Uh, just to kind of think about it, kind of put it on the front burner for a minute and kind of give it a minute to uh, for people to hear about this stuff if they don't know that it's happening out there uh, and the rest of that. So, so okay. So, so what are your other thoughts tonight? Well, the weapon, like, could be easily made because, I mean, I'm not saying I know much, but I have a little FPV drone that I fly around my house and I can go into the basement from the upstairs and everything. Nice. And it keeps, and that's just like something I can buy for a hundred bucks. So like, and you got cell phones that are beaming waves from 5g towers. So, I mean, they could, uh, 
it could probably make like a defense. Like I could see like North Korea doing it first. Like they would adapt it first because they're more trying to control their system that they have. So it'd be like a tower that could just lock people down. Like if there was a resistance, they can just lock you up. It'd be like a taser. Okay. All right. I like it. So, so, so do you think this is some sort of weapon they're testing on us? Like uh, whether it is, uh, whether it is like a, whether they say it's Russia, if it is North Korea, it could be China. It could be, it could be us, by the way. I mean, I don't discount that because we've tested a pretty horrific weapons on our own people before. So uh, the, the question is, what do you think it is? Who's, who's behind this? Like you said, maybe North Korea, but uh, wh- or wh- what's the next step? Like it's happening in small doses, hundreds of people, they say, a couple hundred and something like that. But uh, is this a setup for something larger, something more sinister, you think? Like I said, like North, like it would be more control over us. Like if they would be thinking, I mean, that's what I would think. If they want a complete control, that would be a good way to do it. I mean, your guns aren't going to do much if you can't use your head. Yeah, exactly. It, that, and that's exactly the point. So it, it, it literally removes old school warfare from the, the, the equation entirely. And by the way, brilliantly, I hate to say this, but brilliantly and deviously takes nukes out of the equation. If you could smuggle these devices into every neighborhood in a particular area you wanted to neutralize and let it run quietly, silently for a week, you could, you know, like mess everybody up forever, right? I mean, it, it's I mean, pretty wild. That sounds like nukes would be flying, though. I could see people on the edge of insanity because of it. Like, should I click the button? All right, I'm clicking it, you know? Yeah, yeah maybe, like, maybe. Je- but I mean, Jeremy just went off the wall. He, did, he just freaking <laughs> blasted himself. I'm, I'm freaking out. Right. Well, I mean, so you don't you don't uh, do it around the White House, right? Because those are the the guys that are going to be smashing the nuke button. So, you you know, if you do it everywhere else in like little pockets here and there, like that the country starts to go quietly mad over a short period of time, uh, and you know, long term effects here. So, who knows, man? Maybe why the world's getting crazy is this is what's happening out there. I'm not no no no. I'm not yeah. saying, but I'm saying maybe maybe juice drinking the maybe juice could be. Pretty wild, pretty wild. Uh, I don't know. And so do you think that with this, you said you're not sure about the UFO connection, nor am I. Uh, what are your other thoughts, my friend? I'm not even sure what Havana, I mean, I asked, I asked my Google and I didn't even know what, what, what it really was. It's just brain damage. It Here, like, I'll, I'll read it to you real quick, just real quick. Uh, so the uh, the staff at U.S. Uh, staff in the U.S. Embassy in Cuba began describing a similar range of neurological symptoms, in many cases accompanied by an eerie or ear-splitting sound and facial pain, actual pain, right? And it causes this, sudden headaches, dizziness, nosebleeds, memory loss, and nausea. And uh, some of these terms are, or some of these effects are actually long-term, including brain damage that uh, will mess you up forever. But they don't know what's causing it. They say that uh, they, they, as far as we know, as far as the public knows, it's supposedly a, a again like a, an acoustic weapon, sort of like a very low frequency and it's thing connected to UFOs. No, I don't know. That, so that's that's what we're talking about tonight. I don't know if it is or not. Oh. There's an individual that says, "Okay, here's here's the connection. Why I'm making the connection tonight." I wonder if I wonder if you have a seizure because, like, when I saw my experience, I had a seizure almost. It was like. Not like a seizure, but like, like it was like, it was similar to a seizure. 
Okay. Yeah, it could be. It could be. And so uh, even even in, in uh, let's say, if they are testing this and maybe like a, in the wild, you know, let's say, that maybe those are the effects that people are getting. But that, that experience for you was a long time ago. So that's 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 a different thing. But I don't know. I'm just I'm just speculating here. I'm not saying we're testing on our own people, even though that has been a precedent in the past. I'm saying that it's possible that a foreign state actor, if these devices are small, could smuggle them in and make, you know, whatever, do whatever they need to do. And that's that's the terrifying part. I appreciate the call. You're, you're the best. Uh, Joseph here has a YouTube channel called Hydro Hose. Links in the description. Give him some love. Check it out. Joseph, I appreciate the call. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, man. Talk to you soon. Thank there we go. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, we're t- talking about Havana syndrome tonight. Is there a connection at all to UFOs or any of the rest of this? And uh, what's going on? Uh, Daryl, if you're out there, let me know. Uh, let me know if you're ready to go. and We'll jump you in here. And we got uh, DVIS Zanecki. We'll call you Zanecki. I like the Zanecki. Uh, but okay. So uh, we'll get to these uh, couple phone calls in just a sec. But this is what we're talking about, right? What is causing Havana syndrome, the mysterious illness that has struck hundreds of U.S. diplomats? And then you bump over to this and you have a this individual by the name of what's his name dr gary noland and he's doing mris on people that have had um, ufo encounters and so the crazy part here is there are similar effects right we're talking about um, dr kit green studied some of the people from what nolan called a smorgasbord of patients uh, yeah a smorgasbord of patients he says some of whom had had heard weird noises buzzing in their head got sick etc and that's exactly what we're talking about with Havana syndrome. Now, he continues, a reasonable subset of them had claimed to have seen UAPs and some claimed to be close to things that got them sick. And so literally the two things are, they seem to be similar. And so he, he's done MRIs on some of these people that have uh, seen, uh, been in close contact with a UFO, right? And so, so part of the weirdness of that is that uh, these two things seem to be similar because he's done MRIs on the rest of these folks, uh, many of them anyway, and uh, there, there is lasting brain damage in some of these people that have had access or close contact with these UFOs, the, these UFO sightings. It's insane. It's uh, it, it's pretty wild, this uh, this thing, the way it's going right now. So I don't know. That's that's the connection here. That's what we're trying to do, and that's what we're talking about. And uh, let's go to our good friend, Daryl in New York. Daryl, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Michael? Oh, what doing very well. Topic. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, this has disturbed me for, for a long time. Uh, I think it's the, the whole thought of it is incredibly troublesome. Um, and I find it funny that they're bringing up maybe it's a UFO. I think uh, they're trying to set up and uh, blame it on the UFO kind of thing. And what are they planning next, you know, because they don't want to have responsibility. Now, Israeli, Israel already did a study and they claim they, they cracked it, you know, and they said it was due to the pesticides that they were spraying in Cuba. But I, I don't think we all buy that, you know. Um, I don't think we believe that at all. And I think for certain there's some sort of energy weapon. Uh, someone who disclosed something recently in Germany and won't say what, you know, suddenly died of a sudden, you know, attack. And it was inexplicable, but it seemed like he was being attacked from something invisible and he wound up dying, um, you know, moments after he had disclosed something that was sensitive. Um, anyway. I just find it, uh, it sounds to me like some sort of an energy weapon, and I think putting it on the UFO uh, is just a sidetrack, you know, trying to sidetrack 
or the you know trying to <clears throat> push the blame on something you know that they can't uh you know that they can't uh, be responsible for you know yeah well and i think Okay, just so you know, just so you know, I'm the one making that connection. So the, 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 these two articles don't mention each other. I'm just saying, look, oh. these symptoms seem to be similar. So I'm not, I'm not, they didn't actually claim that it was Havana syndrome in the, uh, the, the study. Oh. I, I just want to be clear. That's not what the press is saying. I'm saying, is there a connection? It's, it's the question tonight. And uh, Aunt Jennifer says in the, uh, in the chat to agree with you, yeah, the UFO thing is plausible deniability tactic. So uh, there you go. Exactly. And, that's, and that's what the conversation is tonight. That's why we talk about it the way we do. But so, so go ahead. There is, there is a correlation because there have been people that have been exposed to UFOs not necessarily like a good thing or a bad thing. They just were near a UFO that had landed. And apparently one person touched it and they wound up getting very ill, like a radiation type of sickness. And I'm wondering, you know, that that fellow that called in earlier that had warts, you know, after he witnessed the UFO. And it's not the first time I heard that when you see a UFO, somehow you know that they know that you know that they're watching them. Like they know, you know, you're watching them, watching you, watching them. Um, I've, I've heard that a lot before, and I've had something similar happen to me as well um, with something, you know, some sort of elemental that I saw in New York. Um, I definitely knew that they saw me, you know. There's something there. There's an awareness. But, yeah, they got, they got ill after touching the UFO. They got, like, sun, like something like a sunburn, um, you know, something similar to, like, a radiation sickness or being exposed to too much radiation. So I think it's possible you could get damaged by the energy coming from a UFO. God only knows that plasma, the plasma type of thing that seems to surround some of them. You know, there's some sort of a ectoplasm or some kind of a odd, you know, I don't know, like a gelatinous kind of like thing that surrounds the UFO. Some of them, you know, I've heard them talk about that. I wonder what that has in it, and if it's a good idea to go near it or touch it or be exposed to it, you know. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, uh, there are stories where there there are some of these instances where people do come in close contact. Uh, Rendlesham is one. There's that uh, story in Brazil where people were burned by radiation from um, uh, Colares, I think is the name of the town in Brazil. There's a there's a whole lot of things here that are. Um, Again, like I said, it's kind of a loose connection here, but it, it kind of piqued my interest because the, the symptoms seem to be similar between the two things. And so if you have a brain scans in both and you have damage to the gray matter and people are actually uh, have long-term illnesses because of both of these things, it does seem like it's the same, right? Maybe not the same, but let's say similar. And that's what kind of made me go, okay, wait, there, there may be something here. That's all. So it's my connection and so the great stuff now what are your other thoughts on the havana syndrome well i think i think that is very very disturbing you know that they targeted it seemed like they were targeted you know it only affected those diplomats like when they were visiting and why did that happen you know why was it in cuba you know it was right you know the communist russia whatever you know did they have something to do with it was it a test um did they test this on the military did they test this on soldiers you know, you're right. I mean, they, they always kind of do a lot of, you know, testing on our poor military guys, you know. Um, they take a lot of those uh, anthrax, you know, you know what's. <laughs> um, they had a lot of testing on them in the past that wasn't very positive. So, you know, I don't know. I, I think it would be horrible to be having an energy weapon. And I had something similar happen to me after 9-11. 
I felt something in New York. Like I suddenly felt like, the, I, I don't know if it was a panic attack, probably. It was in my head. But I felt like I was being microwaved. That's the sensation. And every time I would have a panic attack, that's, that's what would bring it on. The sensation of being like nuked. Like being like microwaved, like as if I was in a microwave oven, you know, I couldn't can't explain it better. Um, and I had that feeling in New York, but I think it was definitely probably more me than it, you know, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, difficult to say. Yeah. That's why that's why we talk about this, as you know. That's why we get together and just consider these things. Like, what the hell's really going on in the world we live in? Uh, fantastic stuff. We got a call behind you. We're going to take. Uh, you're welcome to to hang out, uh, Daryl in New York. Always the best. Thank you so much for calling, okay. and uh, we can get back to you in the third hour if you want to hang tight for that as well. Love to. Appreciate it. Thank you for the call. And uh, there you go. Discord works. Thank you. Thanks, Daryl, for uh, breaking uh, breaking that ice for us. Phone words, phone is working. Discord's working. Everything's good. We're talking about Havana syndrome. We're talking about what's happening with these psychological effects. Uh, Lacey in the chat, what's up, by the way, says, I have worked in psych for five plus years. Multiple vets have had audio hallucinations reporting hearing voices from the TV or radio. I would not be surprised if their reports are a direct result of their military experience. And that's what we're talking about tonight. Is, has this been going on for a very long time, or is it a case of mistaken identity? I don't know, uh, meaning that it's not uh, these, this Havana syndrome, as it seems to be. Uh, let's go to, uh, this looks like uh, nobody. Nobody? What's up, buddy? Welcome to the show. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you? Uh, I know there's a little bit of a delay, so uh, go ahead and uh, just unmute whenever you're ready, and we'll, we'll put you on the show. But uh, we're, we're still talking about the Havana Syndrome tonight. And again, some some of the uh, weird instances here with the UFO connection, again, these are my connections I'm making. These aren't. Uh, I'm not putting this on anybody else. I'm just saying, considering all the possibilities. So what are your thoughts tonight? 702-957-1037. Nobody. What's up? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you? Test, test, one, two. Are you there? I got nothing. I got nothing, nobody. Not coming through. All right, so I don't know what's going on with the tech on that end. It looks like uh, nobody's unmuted. Uh, so, okay, get that, uh, get that worked out, and we'll, we'll get you back on the show. It's no problem. It, it happens on Discord from time to time. It's a little, bit, uh, a little bit wonky when you first get started. But, okay, so let's get back to this real quick, just so you can see what I'm talking about as far as the connection here between Havana Syndrome and UFOs, if there is one. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying the one thing is the other, but I'm saying there seems to be similar instances here uh, with where this Dr. Gary Nolan started doing these brain scans on people, okay? And he says uh, this, a reasonable subset of them had claimed to have seen UAP, UAPs, and some claimed to be close to things that got them sick. He continues, ultimately, his team learned the people who they originally thought were damaged had an overconnection of neurons between the head and the caudate and the putamen. I don't know what that means. We could have Microsoft Mike read that later to make sure I pronounced all that correctly. But the number of people that had this overconnection led to the open question. Did coming in contact with whatever it was cause it or not? Nolan said that approximately a quarter of the MRI patients who claimed they had an encounter died from their injuries, and the majority were found to have symptoms identical to Havana syndrome. Actually, I'm wrong. They did mention it in this article. Uh, But some people who have seen UAPs didn't have Havana syndrome and instead a wide range of symptoms. So is there a connection here? And that's what's going on with this, and I don't know. Uh, Okay, gotcha. uh, I don't want to cut you off, so hang tight. Nobody will get back to you in just a sec. 
we're about to go to a commercial. So what you'll be the first one we take on the, uh, when we come back from the commercial. But so point being is, is there's all kinds of this, right? There's all kinds of this going on right now. And I don't know exactly the answers here. I'm not the answers guy, as you guys know, if you listen to the show for any, any length of time, I'm not the one trying to say like we're speculating we're we're considering the possibilities here uh, i like to call it drinking the maybe juice right is it possible that this or that is the case all right so that, please uh, as always don't take anything i say as some sort of gospel like i know anything that you don't or that anybody else don't doesn't because i don't i really don't uh we're just kind of uh, considering what what is going on with this stuff so again uh, we're we're talking about havana syndrome tonight and again it has been described as everything from crickets which seems wild and havana syndrome again causes, uh, again, a wide range of sicknesses, uh, nausea. We're talking about uh, long-term brain damage, possibly. We're talking about uh, dizziness. We're talking about hearing clicking or scraping sounds in your head. We're talking about all kinds of things. And it's happened to approximately 200 people or so at this point. So is so the, the question tonight and why I'm bringing this up and kind of making a UFO connection is the symptoms seem to be similar. They seem to be in people coming in close contact with UAPs or UFOs are actually, well, maybe similar to Havana Syndrome symptoms. And so, well, you tell me, is this off the rails? That's okay. We've been way further off the rails than this. And like I said, I don't have the answers. These are questions. Do you want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're talking about... Yeah, that's right. This is Trouble Minds on Michael Strange. We're talking about Havana Syndrome, UFOs, and you. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, we're discussing Havana Syndrome. 
people are getting long-term illnesses, even brain damage from this. And they've described it as maybe an audio weapon, a microwave-directed energy weapon, or even crickets, ridiculously. But is there a connection to the UFO phenomenon? And that's the question tonight. Some people have exhibited uh, similar symptoms by coming in close contact to an actual UFO. So, if there's a connection, cool, we'll talk about it. If there's not, cool, we'll talk about that. One more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And it looks like we've got, um, let's go to nobody. Nobody, if you're there, welcome to Troubled Minds. You're on with Mike and uh, whoever else might be listening. How are you, my friend? Hey, thanks for having me on. Ah, pleasure, pleasure. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, I see your chat there. Definitely good questions, and I don't know. I don't know a lot of that stuff. But what's your take on this, on uh, Havana syndrome? And do you think there is a connection to UFOs, or think that's just propaganda hogwash? No, I don't think there's any relation to UFOs. Although, if you're suggesting that it might be propaganda, does that mean you're suggesting you might be the propagandist? No. Uh, well, sure, of course. You could always consider that. Uh, but basically... Like earlier, you said it was your own hypothesis. No, no. Uh, well, putting the two things together, I'm, I'm a speculative person, and that's what we do on the show. But if you want to call me a propagandist, I've been called worse. So I'll get... Oh, I'm not calling you that. I, I thought you were calling or saying that. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, so, okay, just, just I know you're new here. Uh, the premise of the show is we comb the news cycles and try and parse propaganda. That's the whole conversation. But, but uh, go right ahead. What's your thought on Havana Syndrome and the rest of this? Um, so, I mean, at this point, everybody knows that it's not crickets and that it wasn't Cuba. And, you know, whenever people talk about, you know, that as though it's some sort of, you know, disinformation by the federal government, I think that they're, you know, glossing over the fact that the federal government is a plurality of individuals with different motives and that it's not like a cohesive unit where everyone is operating for the same objectives. Um, you know, uh, that it happened in Cuba for the, you know, the first run apparently, um, is, doesn't seem like totally like a coincidence to me. Uh, you know, the resources of the Cuban government to support an investigation, uh, you know, into the cause of this is obviously, uh, something that would work against us if we were trying to find out who was doing it or track them down. Um, in addition to that, you know, Havana, uh, Cuba has, you know, different regulations for what, you know, kinds of chemicals they're able to use industrially or agriculturally. And we saw that be exploited, you know, uh, against people who have, you know, suffered from this illness. Um, but, you know, uh, at this point, like that's all kind of old news, like nobody's really, you know, talking about that anymore. Uh, so I... I don't really think it's like useful for anyone to talk about. The only the only thing that I'm disappointed in, like you had said earlier that you didn't know if the federal government or you thought that the federal government wouldn't be telling us if they if they know about it. And I don't see any evidence of that. The the only thing that I'm not seeing the federal government releasing which is a little upsetting to me is that they aren't talking about what sorts of countermeasures or detection techniques they're trying to use in order to you know uh meet this challenge head-on and but of course if you were actively in a criminal investigation even if the criminals were you know uh, foreign nationals uh you know abroad then you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't necessarily want to disclose that so i'm i'm not really heartbroken about it 
Yeah, no, and, and that's and that's part of the problem. So here, here is us again. I don't have any insider sources. I'm just reading news cycles, just like you are, trying to figure things out. And that's part of the problem is that I get it, right? If it is sort of a national security implication, which this certainly seems to be, it stands to reason they're withholding information from the public until they figure it out. Or maybe they're on the case and they know exactly what it is and they're tracking it down right now. And like you said, maybe try and countermeasures and all kinds of stuff. Now, clearly, this goes into the weeds if you're on that side of the fence, but we're not. At least I'm not. Maybe you are. But the, the fact of the matter is, and the reason I said that is if, if, the, US, if the, the governments at large know what this is, it wouldn't benefit them at this point to let us know. And I agree with you there. So there's a lot happening with this, but it does, it is a terrifying thing. If this is some sort of a weapon, if it is some sort of thing that's happening that they're testing in small, small samples, that this is some kind of weapon or common exposure. Um, you know, the report from the national academies, uh, you know, is very clear about what kinds of, uh, you know, diagnostic information we've been able to obtain through medical imaging of the brain. We know that these people represent a cluster of, you know, certain morphological characteristics. And a lot of these people didn't have, um, like, a prior brain MRI to compare to, which is unfortunate because everybody's brain is different. You know, if, if the Havana syndrome weapon can affect your brain in a similar way to a blow to the head or, you know, anything else, then everybody's had different life experiences and different genetics that makes their brains slightly different from everyone else's um, in the ways that we're able to detect using current medical imaging modalities. Um, so whenever you have like a group of people like this, and that number is now up above 700, by the way, there's only around 200 active investigations. So about 500 of the reports that have been made that have, you know, that we've learned about publicly, um, have been dismissed for some reason. I can't say what those reasons are, unfortunately. Um, I assume that, you know, they just wasn't enough information or, you know, uh, it seemed like somebody was being a little hypervigilant and when they reported it and they decided, okay, this is probably not a case or something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the thing about, um, the, the, the thing about like whether or not this is a weapon, like that's, it's very, it's very clear because these people represent like a, a cluster of people with specific morphological changes in the brain. And there's statistically not a way that that could happen unless it was, you know, deliberately done to this group of people. So definitely you're saying it's definitely a weapon. It's definitely some, well, I mean, it, weapon in a very broad term. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Uh, I just wanted to make sure I was clear on what you said there. Okay, so you seem to know a lot about this. So are you like me and you read a lot of news? You dig into the papers and kind of go deep or, or are you a spook? Okay. Oh, I've gone, I've gone very deep on this. I've never been employed by the federal government or any government, I don't think. Yeah, I was never, I've never been employed by any government. Wait, can you rephrase that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, okay. All right. So uh, what is your first name, my friend? You were fantastic. Uh, first time caller. Appreciate you uh, chiming in on this. But what can I call you? Uh, you can just call me Don. That's fine. Don. All right, Don. Perfect. Okay. So, 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 what's your theory here, Don? Regarding all this, is uh, so it, I think it's irrelevant. Well, Russia is the obvious. Russia is the obvious conclusion here, only because you know they've always been the front runners on this kind of uh, 
on this kind of research. So, you know, like around the time of like the space race, um, you know, uh, the space race really was just like an outgrowth of missile development technology, or missile technology development, right? So, you know, Russia and the United States both needed, you know, better, faster, stealthier, uh, bigger uh, nukes to, you know, be able to hit each other with. And, um, you know, an outgrowth of that was, well, if we can, if we can put some people on the moon, that will prove to everyone that we have, you know, the best rockets. And, uh, you know, um, but one of the other technologies that was very important um, for countering, you know, rockets and other aircraft are, uh, are radars. And so um, it turns out at, uh, that the USSR, that the Soviet Union and other like Eastern Bloc nations, perhaps because they were more, you know, lax in terms of uh, protecting their uh, radar operators from exposure to energy from the apparatuses that they were operating, um, you know, those radar machines, um, they had they had developed a huge amount of uh, a huge cache of you know, uh, information on what different, uh, what exposure over different periods of time at different duty cycles on different frequencies, uh, what kinds of effects that those could have on people. And, uh, they simply knew a lot more about it than anyone else on the planet. And so, you know, whenever you want to, you know, uh, it, it whenever you want to try and like guess like well who might havana syndrome be coming from the russians are an obvious choice for that reason um another reason is because there are only so many nation states that could really go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the united states and you know it's really only uh, russia russia is one of very few countries that could do it and then in terms of uh motivation you know which country actually wants to send a message like this that you know your diplomatic missions are completely unprotected from us there's the short the list gets even shorter okay all right so so we got a, a possible suspect here but uh so what do you think it is now no no again it's been speculated to be a, a sort of an audio weapon low frequency sort of uh inaudible to the human ear but damaging somehow uh a direct energy weapon some sort of microwave thing and again uh, things as ridiculous as crickets like i said we can probably discount that because crickets would have been causing brain damage a thousand years ago too but that that ain't a thing so what do you think so this actually is so I, I'd like to be clear is that I, I do think that some ultrasound devices could qualify as directed energy weapons. D directed energy just means that, you know, I'm not actually, my weapon does not actually send matter to you. So for example, conventional arms, you know, um, you might fire an arrow or a bolt or a lead pellet or some kind of bullet at someone, right? Um, or an explosive, but um, with directed energy, the, the the actual you know matter that ends up harming you is is already all around you or inside of you, right? But it's you know energy that is transmitted through that medium that you know stimulates them to have that kind of effect. So ultrasound weapons could you know potentially be considered directed energy weapons. Um, but uh, in terms of whether or not I think it's ultrasound, you know, that seems to have been, you know, completely ruled out. Uh, ultrasound has just, there's no way that ultrasound energies of any frequency could, you know, penetrate into the head, into the places that, you know, they would have to in order to have the effects that they have. This is more or less the conclusion that they reached in the National Academy's paper. Um, 
So, I mean, really at this point, the, the only thing that we're looking at is some kind of microwave beam. And just so people understand, you know, microwaves is just the part of the electromagnetic spectrum that is, you know, below like uh, black body radiation, infrared radiation, and terahertz radiation. Um, so, you know, uh, and, and above, um, like, I guess, like 300 megahertz. So, you know, like a, a lot of our long range broadcast communications we do, you know, um, under microwave, just because it has really nice characteristics for that, you know, the signal, you know, spreads out a lot. Um, uh, you know, it's, you know, you don't necessarily need to have, you know, direct line of sight because it can bounce off of things nicely. Um, and, you know, it doesn't take as much energy as microwaves in order to, you know, uh, transmit as far. But microwave technologies have become really popular in our everyday experience simply because um, they have sort of the opposite characteristics, you know, uh, they're, you know, they get knocked down by the atmosphere, you know, line of sight, you know, starts becoming more of an issue. Um, and uh, you need to put in a lot more power in order to transmit very far. So consumer electronics for like home networking or networking within a place of business, um, th these have all been great applications of microwave frequencies, but they've mostly stayed toward the bottom end of, you know, microwaves. Uh, but we do know, we, ha we have lots of research that shows that a variety of bands, of microwave bands, have, uh, you know, some of the effects that we're looking at in terms of, you know, trying to diagnose what the symptoms, what could be causing the symptoms in these people. And that includes both acute phase symptoms and chronic phase symptoms. So in the acute phase, that's what's happening uh, during or immediately after um, exposure to the weapon. In the chronic phase, we're talking about long-term effects, perhaps in some cases, permanent effects. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, some of the mechanisms that have been pro that have been proposed for this are, you know, direct modulation of synaptic potentials of the nervous system, either the peripheral nervous system or the central nervous system. Of course, since these people mostly have neurological symptoms, they mostly focus on the central nervous system. Um, and, uh, you know, in terms of like long term symptoms or these are these are even this is maybe straddles between uh, acute phase and uh, and chronic phase is uh, a number of different molecular mechanisms that that are known to be caused by again a variety of microwave bands. Uh, these so one of these phenomena is called um, electroporation, and all that means is you know using an electric field in order to uh, disrupt the cellular membrane. So your body is made up you know almost entirely out of cells. And every one of those cells are little chemical factories. And, you know, uh, if you have a chemical factory, you can't just be pouring, you know, vats of chemicals into random other vats of chemicals. You know, it needs to be a very controlled process. And the cellular membrane is one of the ways that, you know, we are, that our bodies control that. You know, it, it, it keeps molecules that aren't supposed to go into that cell out of it. And it keeps cells that aren't, it keeps molecules that aren't supposed to leave the cell inside the cell. And using with electroporation, which is like a common uh, laboratory technique used by genetic engineers whenever they want to get genetic material into an organism that they're engineering, um, it, it creates openings through which molecules that ordinarily would not be able to pass through the membrane. And that can lead to, you know, all kinds of random effects. You know, imagine that if you just went into a giant chemical plant and just started randomly mixing things together, you know, who knows what could happen. 
Um, and then another mechanism that has been proposed is basically some sort of disruption of transport protein, cell membrane transport proteins. And so in the cellular membrane, the way that molecules typically get across that membrane is that some protein is embedded in the membrane, sort of like a port or like a security checkpoint. And it's so, and you know, it, the way that it ends up working out is that you know it'll let in the kinds of molecules that the cell needs to get from its environment, and it will let out the kinds of molecules that the cell needs to get into its environment. And by disrupting the the operation of those molecules, you can also potentially cause like some long term effects. Something that wasn't really mentioned. Um, in any of the literature that I've seen, though, is, you know, I think that potentially, you know, I think they, I think they largely targeted, you know, um, the brain and did it in this way where, the, you know, they targeted, because if you look at the individual incidents themselves, almost, almost always an entire small room or a fraction of a room or like the size of the interior of a car in one case is the area that appears to be affected by the weapon. And so that, that tells us sort of like a like a boundary for what wavelengths they might be using because you know certain you know uh the 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 size of the electromagnetic wave determines how precisely you can target it um and it's not the only variable that determines it but it sets a a lower bound um so you know it's possible that some of the effects that you know have been taking place in the brain have to do with some kind of um in uh standing waves being created inside the brain the national academy's favored hypothesis however is a little bit different they think that there were actually standing acoustic waves in the brain where the energy to stimulate the vibration was delivered electromagnetically uh, personally i think that's a great hypothesis but you know based on what i've been reading in the literature about what is possible to achieve with with a you know a microwave exposure, I have no reason to believe that you know uh, that they would stop there. And you know uh, I I think what is a little bit scary about it is that I think potentially you you could target any organ in the body, and you could cause you know um, uh, chronic illness simply because of all the metabolic chaos that you'll create in the targeted cells whenever you disrupt that you know that security checkpoint that membrane that controls what molecules are able to pass into and out of those cells and doctors and hospitals are not really equipped to be able to detect something like that um so that's something that really scares me that nobody seems to be talking about well, I'm I'm talking about it, aren't I? I that was my point. The point is, it's an, invis it's an invisible weapon that could be targeted or even used in a wide scale. We don't even know yet, like a wide net situation. And like you said, if you can target a particular organ with this or anything else, or let's say in a particular neighborhood with enough energy, then th this is a, this is a disaster for for a lot of reasons. My friend, you are amazing. Where the hell have you been all our lives, uh, Don? Um, Pleasure. Thank you for calling in. Uh, you clearly, uh, should I ask what hospital you work at, or is that confidential information? I'd rather not say. No, that's fine. I appreciate your input. This is the thing, right? This is why we do this, because you never know, one, who's listening. You never know who's going to call in. You never know what kind of stuff we can learn. And I appreciate it very much. Like I said, I'm okay being wrong here, because it's not about that. It's about having a conversation and getting together and talking about these things. And I've talked about Havana Syndrome several times in the past, because it's frightening. It's terrifying. Literally, if you can just turn on a little gizmo and wreck somebody's life forever, 
we got a problem, especially if it's undetectable and they could pack it up and take it away the next day. And you, you never even can track them down, right? Like this, this becomes a huge issue for all of us, for, for people, you know, targeted individuals or any of the rest of that. So wild stuff, man. You are on spot on with this. I thank you so much. Um, anything else? we got a couple minutes left on the show, but uh, anything else you want to – did you have a podcast or something? You, you got a YouTube page? You sound like it. You got a nice mic. I, I, I got good ears at least. No, I – I bought this mic for someone else and they never used it. So I took okay. it. All right. Just checking. Just checking. If you got, if you got something you want me to plug and help you out, you let me know. Cause uh, for sure we got a pretty big reach on the show, but yeah, uh, sure. You know, like uh, if you're, if anyone here is interested in Havana syndrome, there's a couple of documents that you can check out. One of them is the national Academy's press report um, on Havana syndrome. Um, if you just search like national Academy's Havana syndrome, you'll find that document easily. Um, uh yeah that's that's really the main one that that is the authoritative source for information on this right now okay perfect perfect uh pleasure is ours thank you so much for calling and educating me and the rest of us on this because it is a terrifying situation and uh like i said let's uh toss the ufos out then and uh we'll look at more terrestrial aims here and that's the point right that's why we get together and do this you toss a ufo story in from time to time and maybe it is propaganda and that's the point of the show don you're the best i appreciate you chiming in appreciate you, uh, all the amazing education you're the best, bro. Please having me on. Please do me a favor. Stop by from time to time. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. That's Don. Don, uh, known as nobody in the chat, and uh, clearly not a spook. <laughs> You're the best, man. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for hanging out. Uh, all right. So as we finish this up, uh, you're, you're welcome to stay there, Don. If you want to hang out, just please mute up uh, so you don't make any noise on us here. Uh, so as, as we finish, run the radio for another couple minutes, and then we'll uh, we'll kick off to that. I appreciate that. Okay. So this is the thing, right? We're talking about this, and again, uh, great stuff from Don here describing exactly what's happening with the Savannah syndrome and in depth. And that's that's really the point of this, right? Uh, clearly, if I if I was as smart as Don here, I would be able to, to explain all this, but I, clearly I'm not. But I am concerned that uh, there's a lot of this that could be, uh, well, used to uh, cause really, really horrific damage in probably wide scales. And that's what I'm talking about here. Because, of course, if you're using something in in, uh, testing, uh, well, why are you testing this thing? Because, of course, well, what would be the end game of a test? to maybe scale it, right? You don't, you don't get one thing and then... Anyway, that's my point. That's why I think this is a horrific thing. That's why I'm going to keep talking about this as it jumps back in the news cycle. So thank you guys for all the amazing uh, chat tonight, all the amazing phone calls, all the amazing information. And what we're doing is uh, exactly that. Talking about news cycles, propaganda, and the scary world we live in. But don't forget... I'm not a doom monger. I'm not one of those people that's telling you the end is nigh uh, because the end is not. I think that uh, as people, well, if we get to a certain point that got us here, I think we can get ourselves out of it. Uh, it's call it the, the, the stupidity in me, call it the optimist in me, but I don't think the end is coming. I think that there are ways, again, to mitigate this. I think, uh, like uh, Don was saying there, why aren't they talking about how to do that? I don't know. So as we continue and talk about this, well, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, and we get together and talk about propaganda. We talk about all these crazy things happening in the world around us, and, well, we do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and 
that's what's up so thanks again for all the all the amazing uh, love we get for this show thanks for all the great chat out there thanks for all the great calls thanks for Don jumping in here and educating us on this and well as we finish you guys know the drill if you're listening to us on the Fringe FM stay tuned for Joe Roop lighting the void if you're listening to Troubled Minds on any other platform including the podcast feed stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds and as we finish be sure be strong be true thank you for listening from our Troubled Minds to yours have a great night it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was pretty wild. I got to admit, I didn't expect a... Uh, I usually get people three or four times smarter than me calling in, but not usually somebody who's about ten times smarter than me. So I just shut up, let him talk. Amazing stuff, Don. Appreciate that. That's why we do this. You never know who's listening. You never know who might be able to drop some knowledge on us. And uh, that's, that's again, like I always say, the secret weapon of this show is the callers on this show. And uh, proving me proving me right yet again uh, with all of you guys' brilliance. So we got some calls to take here. What we're going to do is, uh, if you want to be part of the show, we're still taking your phone calls. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We have Joe waiting on the, on the line. So we're going to just cut to him and uh, uh, because he's been waiting I made him wait because uh, Don was spitting hot fire I wanted to hear the rest of that so we'll go we'll we'll wait for the uh, break here we'll take a two minute break after Joe and then we'll get to Rohan after that still taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show give us a call 702-957-1037 click the discord link join us and come talk about all the crazy stuff let's go Joe in Florida thanks for being patient man we were talking to Don and he was uh, spitting hot fire how are you tonight my man not too bad. Uh, not, not too bad. Uh, great call. Definitely a great call. Uh, while he was doing that, 
I was pulling up some research because uh, the more he was talking, the more it was reminding me of some things that I remember my uncle saying, who was an electrician. Um, and we've spoken briefly about this before, but um, as far as a weapon, well, as far as making a connection to UFOs, I think that's, um, you know, a lot of baloney, too. We know uh, Marconi and other people were experimenting with radio waves and radar and all these things. Um, I know that you can look up the article if you just Google Lighthouse Lawn Direct Energy Weapon. You'll see an article that comes up about one of the gardens in the um, on the White House being destroyed and supposedly the military taking a look into some kind of invisible attack by a directed energy weapon. The other thing uh, that it reminds me of is there's a book. If you guys can look it up, I can post it in the chat. Uh, it came out, I believe, in the 70s. I'm actually looking at it on Amazon right now. But it's called The Zapping of America. And if you read some of the comments on the book, it states that in the 60s, the KGB was microwaving the U.S. Embassy in Moscow. If you look at that and Google it, you will actually see something called the Moscow Signal, which is a Wikipedia. And it talks about how Moscow was sending a signal, although it was small, uh, in the 5 gigahertz or 4 gigahertz range, I guess what the impact was deemed to be negligible. But this was in the 60s. So would you improve that technology? Yeah. Would you possibly change the frequency? Yeah. Could you focus it better now with some kind of an aperture? Probably yes. Um, would Cuba be good place to test it? Probably yes. And who the heck even knows if it wasn't technology that was left over from the Cold War that stayed in Cuba after the missile crisis? So who knows if the Cubans weren't doing it just to test it because they don't have many weapons. Um, the thing that I find interesting is that you have to think our own government's got it, as well as Russia and some other countries like the last caller was kind of stating. Um, put it here like this. If the population in any one country got out of control and the virus kept you inside. But let's say while you're in your house and you're causing some trouble, whether it's on the internet, um, trying to get some riots going on or something, who knows if they couldn't zap you right in your house. You know, we already know that they're doing it. Because, you know, it's happened over in Havana. There's clear health impacts on it. Um, so it's kind of scary. If you, if you look at the Wikipedia article, there's a section that's, they were um, looking at health impacts, and they found that some people, I'm trying to find it here, um, some people that were investigated, I think in the 60s and 70s, had a higher incident of cancer. I'm wondering what the outcomes will be with the people that have been diagnosed with that now. 
I don't know. Well, again, and a lot of this still remains to be seen. So, so uh, what Don was telling us, as he said, in, in in the literature, and I'm not going to tell you what that means, actually, other than um, <clears throat> PhD, uh, that uh, that that the he was saying it's over 700 people now. But again, in, in the press reports in the media, we're seeing 200. So, so cancer connection? I don't know. Like, he, like he was saying, you can target organs directly with this thing in some cases, and yeah. that's the direct yeah, I mean, energy I mean, thing. It, it makes, right? Go ahead. It, it makes perfect sense. I mean, they have a they have cyber knife for you know fighting cancer, whether that's radiation, laser, whatever it is. Um, they've been working on it. I mean, I don't think radar. Was an invention that we got from aliens or from a crashed UFO. I think we were working on radar. I think that was our own idea and light waves. So as the technology progresses, so does the usage for it. So does testing it. Um, it's pretty scary. I mean, we know that they have sound waves that will do crowd control. We also know that they have microwave beams that will do crowd control that will make you feel itchy and hot. So you stop advancing. So it's the logical next step. Now, whether the whole UFO article is misinformation or they're trying to set up some kind of Project Blue Beam deniability uh, for the future, where they could say, oh, we've, these are familiars, but it's really not familiars, uh, is beyond me. That remains to be seen. Um, would they use it for something else? Yeah, I mean, I think whatever your opinion is on the virus, governments around the world have learned how we would react to a virus. So, again, if you could get somebody in the house, now you have two weapons. You have a weapon that spreads among the people out in public, and you have a weapon that you can use on individuals like uh, Julian Assange, let's say, if you wanted to get him out. You know, I heard him on the news today that he's had a stroke. Who knows? So. Yeah, they did say that. Uh, we Julian are terrible. Assange, yeah, see, exactly. So so I'm glad you mentioned that. So in in terms of Julian Assange, right, he's he's a enemy of the state number one, right? Like, like he's one of those guys that they would go after. And even we've seen recently that it, during the Trump administration, very, very much um, pro, uh, Operation Northwood style, they brought to his desk a you know to stage a fake gunfight to put a bullet through the wall and kill julian assange right a gunfight in the street so they could plausible deniability say that it was a tragic thing and he died of a random bullet right and this is the type of shit we're dealing with this is the type of things that actual governments are plotting and planning and that and that's what makes all of this horrific because if we're talking about a bullet is one thing right it's it's kinetic it's boom it's bam you you can trace exactly where it was fired from all the rest of that shit what about this other thing How, what are its limitations right and so again right the, i got i got lulled at for saying gain of function but if you're actually testing something and you want to see what it can do what kind of walls it can maybe go through and the rest of this stuff you do it in small doses that's the way you do it, because once you get that, you can take that into the wild and do all kinds of crazy shit. And that's what this is about, right? It's about, well, how, how deep has this technology gone? Because don't forget, the first reporting of this is 2016. It's 2021, by the way. So as they've tuned this thing in and got better and better at whatever this weapon seems to be, it's five fucking years later, is it not? 
So you tell me, yep. is it the same? No, they're tuning this in. They're actually doing the things that they're doing. And well, imagine if you could blast it through a wall or smuggle this thing into the same room with Julian Assange in the form of what? Who knows? A pen. It could be a pen, right? For all we freaking know. And then instead of shooting him through a wall, you're literally destroying his liver or whatever he points this pen at. I mean, there's there's some terrifying implications here. And that's well, the point. That's the point. Know, it, it will probably be put in a router. Every hotel, every embassy has a router. We all have a router in our house. I'm looking at one now with, what, five, three, four, five, six antennas in my house. Damn thing shoots through walls, concrete block and everything. You know, when we get our cell phones, like Ron was saying in the, Robert was saying in the beginning, you know, when you buy a cell phone, the directions say this device emits radiation, you know, so scrambles or heats up your, your cells, whatever it is, you know, going back to the other thing, the Russians, polonium, they give you some kind of poison in your dust and we know it's the Russians, but exactly like you're right, a gunshot through a wall, some harebrained scheme. Or just microwave the guy while he's asleep. Yeah, exactly. with, with a ballpoint pen for all we know. Yeah, exactly. But that's it. Yeah. The guy has an aneurysm, and, and you know, and that's the end of that. He died in the sleep. Nobody knows nothing. So, but that's what they will do to us. That's what they'll do to the enemies of the state. That's what they could do to the vast population. I totally believe that. I mean, I don't want to go, I don't think any of us want to go Alex Jones style. I don't think a lot of us will really sleep over that, but these are the possibilities of a government out of control and a government that's scared that one person may have some disclosure and some information on them. Yeah, so, it, it's making uh, anyway, thing, great. It, it's, it's making conversations like this more and more dangerous every day. That's the problem, right? So if you're saying things that are detrimental to the party, we're literally encroaching on 1984 territory. And this is this is horrific, and yeah, yeah, good shit, man. Well, uh, go ahead, go ahead. And, and who knows? You know, I can leave you with you know, jumping around and you know, thoughts here. But who knows if they can't get it so fine tuned that they could just kind of make you more docile, where it's like, look, man, we're just all going to go to work like a bunch of drones, kind of like we are now. And every once in a while, maybe somebody goes postal, and you know. Uh, this way they don't have to drug the population in mass. They could just hit us with weapons or you walk into a building, maybe you walk into the Amazon warehouse and, you know, like the tornadoes, but let's say you walk into the Amazon warehouse and there's some kind of EM field that you wouldn't even know. It just makes you passive and you just go to work, you know, and it's, it's thrown out through the, uh, you know, through our routers. Who the hell knows, man? It's scary times. Yeah, Definitely exactly. Scary times with whoever's going to have the power. Yep. And so that's that, again, that's what becomes part of this. If you can test certain power sources and link them into devices, and then just turn them on remotely, well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the terrifying future. Welcome to the dystopian future, Joe. You're the best. I appreciate you. Uh, th- thanks for waiting so long. You know, uh, I was going to let uh, Don speak there when he started spitting hot fire. I was a. Uh, you waited for like 20, you know what? It, 20 minutes plus, so I appreciate you that. Caller, you, you callers, you information, you callers, man, you know how it is. It's always welcome, right? I used to try to call in. I remember when I would call in because you would sometimes die on the phone and just call in to, 
to talk to you. So this is like awesome. I'm really happy that you, you know, it's a great following, great people, and more people calling, the better it is, the more information is spread. So definitely looking forward to that guy calling again um, and anybody else. On that note, have a good night. Maybe I'll talk to you tomorrow. You too, bro. Appreciate it. Joe in Florida, you're the best. God bless you and the family. Talk to you soon. Have a great night. There you go. Phone works. Discord works. Everything works. Everything is going well. And uh, again, uh, how, how did you know? How would I know that we would uh, begin this show tonight talking about UFOs and end with a PhD in Havana syndrome? Well, how could you know? <laughs> and like I said, this is the craziest part, right? You get a following, you get a little big, you start to reach people, and you never know who's listening. And that's the wild part. I'm telling you, look at the podcast stats. I have people downloading this podcast in China. Of all places, right? And you would expect it to, to be this to be blocked, blocked in China. But guess what? There's a following there. And it makes me wonder exactly who it is. Axel, what's up, brother? I'm talking to you. <laughs> you reported me to the Chinese government. Anyway, all right. So here's what we're going to do. Appreciate that, Joe. Thanks for the phone call. We're still taking your phone calls. So we're talking about Havana syndrome. Uh, our, again, like uh, the, the UFO link. Now, now the, point, the whole point of the UFO link to this was that uh, some of the same symptoms or similar symptoms were happening regarding uh, people that got Havana syndrome and also people that had close contact uh, with UFOs, all right? And, and this is a work done by uh, Dr. Gary Nolan. Links are in the description on YouTube. You can find them there. The only reason they're not on Rockfin is because you can't list all of it or it cuts it off because it's only 1,000 characters or something. So uh, jump over to YouTube or the podcast when this actually hits the podcast feed, and you'll see all the sources I've listed are all there, all right? And again, this is part of the problem. The Don, when he called in, was talking about the literature. The literature. You know what that means? It means actually peer-reviewed documents. That's what that means. It doesn't mean propaganda bullshit from the New York Post or the New York Times, right? So there's a, there's a very big difference. And so the reason we do it in this format, and I don't spend a ton of time doing that, number one, I'm not good at that. Number two, the stuff that we talk about in particular is what everybody hears and sees because it's trying to change our mind about particular things. And that's why we do it in this format, the way we do it to get what you're thinking and what they're trying to make us believe collectively. That's what this is all about. That's what this has always been about. So in any case, what we're going to do now, thanks again for being patient with us. Uh, we got Rohan on the line. We'll go to him in just a second. We're going to take a two-minute break. We're going to take our break now. And a great call from everybody tonight. As always, the, the secret weapon of troubled minds is you. And uh, I always say, I'm me, you're you, but together we're us. And us becomes a very powerful thing. And you see, perfect example tonight. Uh, so uh, what we're going to do is take a quick two-minute break. I'm going to fire up this music one more time. And let's uh, let's do it. Let's hang out for just a second. We're going to continue taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. 702-957-1037. That's 702 702-957- 71037 troubleminds.org click the discord link and uh let's do it shall we let's do it two minute break i'm gonna go hit the restroom so my teeth aren't swimming at the end of the third hour uh give us a call troubleminds.org be right back two minute break don't go anywhere more trouble minds on the way
right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're still talking about Havana Syndrome. We're still talking about all kinds of stuff. And by the way, by the way, that's uh, Don there. Uh, Call me a conspiracy theorist, but Don had a particular microphone that I heard because I'm wearing headphones and I'm an audiophile. And the particular microphone that Don had, he bought for someone else. And that particular microphone he bought from someone else, for someone else, he was using. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Uh, what's up, Deborah? In the chat, you are banned. If you drop spam in this shit, you're gone. Adios. And I'm not saying, uh, I'm not saying Don was a spook at all. I'm saying that uh, it's probably not Don's first rodeo speaking into a microphone is what I'm saying. So I asked, which is why I asked him if he had a YouTube channel or a podcast that we could plug. So anyway, <laughs> just saying. I don't, I don't think it was shady at all. I think that, uh, well, there you go. He, uh, he definitely had a very nice microphone and a very nice audio setup. And my point is, it's not easy to sound very, very good through a microphone. <laughs> I know I spent a lot of time trying. Anyway, as we go tonight, we're talking about Havana Syndrome and all the rest of that. And if uh, you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Is there a UFO link here? And again, this is not without merit, this uh, discussion, because again, Dr. Gary Nolan, a professor of pathology at Stanford University, actually has been doing uh, MRIs, brain scans, on people that have had close contact with UFOs, meaning in particular that he... Uh, uh, he, he, there's, a, there's a similar occurrence here that maybe this directed energy weapon or whatever this thing is, this Havana syndrome, has something to do with maybe these close encounters with UFOs. Or maybe it has something to do with close encounters with military bases or uh, embassies or the rest of that. So, again, right, uh, the, the propaganda media says 200 instances. Don there in the literature says over 700 now, and this continues to happen. And this, uh, this is one of those things that is terrifying to the core because if you're trying to uh, actually give somebody a, uh, I don't know, like a, well, let's say a Grim Reaper kiss. Um, this is an invisible way to do it. They've talked about heart attack guns in the CIA in the past. I'm not sure what the merit there is, but what about this? If you're talking about state-sponsored assassinations, it becomes a really horrific thing, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Um, Rohan, if you're there, what's up, buddy? Come on back. How you doing? Uh, Deborah, band. Band in the chat. What's up, bro? How are you? Welcome to the show. Band. Band. Gone. GTFO. GTFO. If you come in the chat, look, I I literally have a moderation window open now just because of these spammers. So literally, it pops up on my thing before it pops up on YouTube, and then I ban them instantly. So go ahead. Keep it up. I'll ban every account you got to throw at us, and it's no sweat. I can do it. The radio show, read the chat, take the calls, and ban your shit before it even shows up. Welcome to the show, my friend. <laughs> You're not banned, Rohan. What are your thoughts on this, man? You know, well, I've got some <laughs> thoughts on that, actually. You know, Oscar Wilde would say, it's the one thing worse than being talked about, Mike. And that's not being talked about. I guess. I guess. Yeah, not being talked about. That's true. That's a fact. That's a fact. But yeah. There we go. There uh, we go. Uh, do you know what? I love that call by uh, Don. First, that's that Neo calling. Don is the one. Don one. Yeah. Don, Don one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was awesome, man. He brought some good points there. Um, yeah, so it tends to... I was just going to sit back and listen to this, but then I kept getting triggered. So I've got this one big point to make, 
but I think it ties into a lot of these other sort of technologies and conspiracies. And I think I think what with the Savannah syndrome, I think we're seeing, in my opinion, I think we're seeing a smoking gun. But it's one of many smoking guns from like I don't know some big thing. So uh, yeah, shall I dive in, Mike, and just give him a thought? Get so it, bro. Say. Just get it. Just get it. Tell get us it. what's up. Get it. All right. Let's start then. Okay. So the word disease. If we break it down, it's dis ease. Right. That's why we get ill when my body's at a dis ease. Now we've done plenty of chemistry and science. We've got some chemistry knowledge. Okay, so we can deal with the mineral deficiencies and get that side of things working. Okay, but that's not the whole of us, is it? We're bioelectrical, right? Now the electrical side of us, in, at least in my understanding, in Western science, that's new. It's new to Western science. They don't want to talk about that stuff. They don't want to talk about consciousness. They don't want to talk about where consciousness is, where it's located. You know what I mean? That, right? We know all this. We also know that everything's frequency. Okay, so for me, the gestalt reason why this is alarming for me, this whole thing is that you've just mentioned it, look at it, just before the break, is that all throughout history, any conflict, any wars, is kinetic attacks. It's a stone or a stick coming at you. It's a sword or a shield. It's a catapult, right? We're, we're familiar with that stuff. Then it comes into a bullet, but a bullet's the same as a stone. Yeah, it's a different, it's a projectile. We, we're used to that. Same as a spear, an arrow. Okay, they're physical things that you can touch. Okay, but but we're hitting new with the Afghan war and all that stuff with the trade center, all that stuff. We entered into a new level of warfare. Okay, and I think I think it's difficult to to see it at the time when it's happening. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I highlight this because America, American military invented the active denial system. Okay, and that's a, that's a, a Jeep, Humvee, it's like a radar dish on the top, but that's actually um, a microwave, okay, and that's an illegal weapon, and that's been in use since Afghanistan, okay, it just heats up, it's a microwave, so it heats up your nerve endings to cause pain, and that's why it's actually illegal, I don't know why it's still going, because it's a weapon that's designed to cause pain, okay, so with this, so it's a breach is a Geneva Convention, all right, and then we've got things like harp, and God knows what that can do. Probably a whole bunch of things. Whether it's for, can you target individuals with it? I wonder. Can you affect whole areas with this bioelectrical side of things? And I think that's where we're at a whole new level, uh, Michael. I'm just going to mute myself for a sec. I think the mic's gone a bit wrong. That's what right. Do you think? Yeah. Speaking of mics, uh, by the way, so my my prediction on. Uh you can correct me if I'm wrong there, uh, nobody, uh, Don, that called in. Is, is a Sure SM7 is what I'm guessing that microphone is. Told you I'm an audiophile. And, uh, that was hot. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. And uh, it's not, that's not something an amateur has. Anyway, you can see my point. Uh, I may be dumb. But I'm hella dumb. <laughs> That's so hot, right? That's so hot. But yeah, okay. Uh, so we're talking about Havana Syndrome tonight. Rohan's fixing his microphone here. If you want to be part of the show, still taking your phone calls. Uh, is there a connection here to UFOs or not? Like I said, it's it was kind of one of those things that was going around UFO Twitter a couple days ago, uh, connecting uh, the Havana Syndrome and the effects uh, physiologically to uh, to to UFO. Uh, maybe not not necessarily abductees. I think that's probably a, a step too far here. But 
Uh, meaning that uh, some of these uh, similar instances happened with uh, brain matter, uh, as a gray matter uh, being damaged or uh, altered in some way by uh, not just uh, maybe a UFO close contact, but then also uh, with this Havana syndrome stuff. Like I said, clearly, I don't have medical charts. I'm not a damn doctor. I'm not reading literature in that sense, because if I did, I would bore you guys to tears and I would probably fall asleep myself uh, because we're, we're parsing propaganda. We're talking about uh, what they want us to believe by what's being reported, you see, what's being left out of these conversations, and that's really what this is about. So anyway, uh, still looking to hear from you, 702-957-1037. Go right ahead, sir. Welcome back, Rohan, the mighty Rohan. Yeah, sorry about that. That's what you get when you pay fifteen pounds for a mic instead of five hundred. Yeah, exactly. Right? Instead of the sure SM7. Right, right. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. But yeah, I mean, he made some great, great points that 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 Don. And I think, uh, it, yeah, I think he hit on the the main thing where what people were freaking about 5g and, it, and then it got shut down hard didn't it i thought that was unusual i mean david Icke. how many times has david Icke been dumped on what is the point in dumping on that guy anymore at this point you can't discredit someone that's already like do you know what i mean i just i found that suspicious michael with the 5g people went nuts over that you know, you know. Yeah, well, and this is part of the thing too. So we talked about talked about this in the past with not just so so five G gets a ton of the you know the conspiracy heat, but it has nothing on right. Like it's just frequency up from three G, four G, and the rest of it. What about the Wi Fi? What about your Bluetooth? It's all. What about the radio signals? It's all literally things just like flying through our cellular makeup. So, I mean, like, a signal is a signal. And sure, you could say that some have no, like, noticeable damage, right, in the span of a human lifetime, you know, where they say uh, millions of, uh, you know, uh, percentages or whatever the fuck that is. But, but you know, still, the, the, cumulatively, like, uh, I'd imagine if you put, like, and I'm not saying we should do this, but I'm saying somebody's probably done this, put, like, an animal in a... A uh, little little cage, and then like blasted them with all these radio waves and crap that we're we, we're we're living through. Again, Wi-Fi, three G, four G, five G. Just because you're not using four G doesn't mean somebody else isn't. They're using it, so that shits everywhere. Radio waves, all the rest of this, and there are there are literature in the past that suggests that Wi-Fi and the rest of these things can be dangerous. And so in, yeah. in huge doses, right? And again, because like I was saying, like Robert was saying previously, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a cell phone and some of the mitigation is on us. Like if you, if you're, if you sleep next to your cell, next to your phone and it's like by your brain, what do you think is happening? What do you think is happening? You think it's better for you? You know what I mean? Even in micro terms, you think it's better for you? I would say no. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'd say no. That's what I'm saying. We should drop this shit in the Faraday boxes when we sleep, you know? That's a good point. In fact, you make a really, I know, I used to know this lady that um, she was into, really into family values, big Christian woman. And uh, she says she trained her family at dinner time to put your phones in a box and put it in a cupboard just for dinner. So we can have a talk as a family and have some human communication, right? And because they're used to doing that, so everybody comes in from school, college, work, sit down, have your dinner. And by that time, it's the evening time, you put your phone in the box. They're so used to doing it, it stays in the box until the morning. They could go and get them, but they tend not to because they're in that habit of, oh, I don't really need it now, my day's done. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, that's kind of, so those kind of little steps, isn't it? Just discipline yourself a bit. And they're not missing those phones, you know? No, hell no. This has all been tested. They're doing this in labs and whatnot. And this is what I'm saying. Like, they, they, you know, part part of the problem is we only get half the story. If that, we get like a third of the story, and then the the third of the story is also spun, and you know, left left details out and all the rest of that shit too. So then again, this that's what this show's about. It's about that propaganda cycle and and why we're supposed to believe the things we believe, right? To believe that uh, in 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 a corporate world, we're like, oh yeah, this is fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Fine, right eat the chemicals uh, you know get blasted with the radiation it's fine right this is all fine <laughs> like what's that uh, meme you posted last night sit the, the meme sitting in the house the house is burning down this is fine this is yeah. fine <laughs> i'm fine i'm fine this I'm is fine, fine. Yeah, this is fine totally yeah. good totally good but yeah go ahead go ahead as long as, not fires, as long as the fire is not touching you you're okay yeah totally right. it's fine like you know like ow <laughs> like hand on the stove situation it's fine yeah Long-term effects, who the it's, fuck knows, but it's fine. What about this, Mike? I mean, you said, like, I mean, I've made this point before, but these, when technologies first come out, it, it takes a long time before you realize the full implications and impact. And how many times has something been brought out, which years later, they say, oh, it's not safe now. You know, the safety levels of today aren't the safety levels of yesterday and won't be the safety levels of tomorrow. I mean, I remember Fukushima. They said, oh, you can have this much parts from a million radiation is safe. And when it skyrocketed past that, they just raised the official tolerance level. Do you know what I mean? To say they can still say it's within levels. You know, it's, 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 it's nuts. It's nuts. Peanuts. Peanuts. There we go. There, there's a <laughs> nobody's still 13 minutes behind. He's catching up to us. He's going to catch me calling him a spook. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right. So, 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 what are your theories here? It is it is again right? You know, you know, this is trouble mind. So, like, we have to really press the envelope in all directions at all times, right? Because if we can't consider the things 
then they've got us, right? If we can't consider all the possibilities, they already win. And that's what this is about. It's about sort of uh, getting inside that that box and pressing outward and saying, no, no, the world is larger than you want us to believe. There are more possibilities than you want us to believe. So what other uh, wacky possibilities you got? I'm sure you got some some pretty crazy shit here for, for Havana syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, this well, I think this is, I think this ties into chemtrails and harp. I do. I think it's all part of one big same experiment, and I think it ties into the Trade Center as well. Okay, and uh, Wilhelm Reich, all the cloud seeding. Okay, so this like goes for me. Wilhelm Reich did those experiments of organ energy. Okay, trying to figure out chi, prana, the, the thing that causes orgasms. That he said that's the force that's animating life, and that's where you get chemtrails come from in geoengineering because he was able to manipulate clouds and make it rain. Okay, then you get the cloud busters drop iodine in it. You're doing all that. You got harp and stuff, and um, you know in, in all these frequencies. Okay, and I remember. I mean, I don't know if, how this works. I didn't look into it, but I remember Jones, year, Alex Jones years ago saying that you know you've, we've got these chemtrails, we've got strontium, boron, in there, and you know look it up. Yeah, they have aluminium, which can cause respiratory problems. It's supposed to be stopping global warming, right? Use aluminium to reflect the sunlight, and it did cause lower quality light for a lot of crops, but it didn't it didn't stop global warming because that's not been happening right so what's it for do you know what i'm saying and you and then i remember jones saying well you can put adjuvants in those chemtrails they'll sit in your system and then through medicine you can add something else to somebody's body the things can combine then boom shanko you've got an autoimmune response and a medical emergency do you know what i'm saying and also and it's like this, I think this, I think it's like multiple things at once. I mean, the components for chemtrails are also the same kinds of components you get in fireworks, right? Which is obviously going to mean more bushfires. Do you know what I'm saying? And then when you look at the work of John Hutchinson and his experiments creating static fields and firing radio waves and sound frequencies and microwaves into static fields, it changes the properties of materials. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's you know, and then when you get like say we mentioned the five G, if you put if you grow watercress next to your Wi-Fi router, man, you're gonna have trouble. It won't grow. You know what I'm saying? And Don mentions uh, uh, electropor- electroporation, and I think that might be one of the main reasons people were, were harping on about five G and its health issues. And there is li- liter- there is literature. There is literature saying, no, you can do this to your cells and it can cause respiratory. It does say that in the literature. You know, people haven't just plucked it out of the air. You know, that's why it rings the alarm bells for me. Because, like I say, that's why it's gone nuts. People have gone nuts over this. You know, you mentioned 5G and it's out. You know, and I think maybe there's some truth to all of this stuff. And like I said, why dump on David Icke at this point? What's so, it makes it look like it, they're afraid of it. You know, and it's like we said, so in, we live in the digital age, right? And in the in the Bronze Age, top weapon of war was bronze. And in the Iron Age, it was iron, right? In the Atomic Age, it was atomic weapons. Okay, so in the Information Age, the number one top technology and weapon of war is information. So we've got a kind of silent war in terms of the information, which affects your brain, like an invisible weapon for your mind and your thinking. And at the same time, we've got these invisible frequency and directed energy-based things that can not only perhaps have physical kinetic effects, but can also have these kind of biological effects using electrical, you know, electromagnetism, which we can't see. 
Do you know what I'm saying? So we've got it almost like a two-tier silent weapons war, one for the mind, or one for your mind, and then one for the electrical side of your body. And I think that's why they're keeping our frequencies low. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I think for sure, 100%, like when you talk about frequency, we talk about knowledge, right? And it's a, it's not just like learning, right? Like the sort of learning the, the scientific, again, back to that literature and that whole thing. That's one part of this. But again, right, like the, the whole point of propaganda is to, to kind of dumb down even the thing, even the basic things, the reading, writing, arithmetic that we do did know, right? It, the point is to like sort of displace that and turn it into all of this other stuff that makes you want to follow the party, right? The party, the political party. And I say that because I say one, there's several, sure. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Oh, I won't say it. You know what I'm saying? I, I won't say it, but you know what I'm saying? The party, this is 1984. And this is redacting history. This is rewriting history. This is happening in real time in front of our faces. And that's what this show has always been about. Because they, they, they know that uh, people that are going to dig into the, the information and figure things out for themselves, right? Even, well, with uh, sketchy sources and all the rest of it, right, is breaking away from their system. And they don't want that. That's the point. That's why you and me were conspiracy theorists, Rohan. That's why the things that we could try and consider by shoving that box out and kind of expanding the possibilities around us is is uh, it's verboten. It's not allowed anymore. It, well, it's kind of never been allowed because, of course, we're, well, the reality we live in is the reality we live in. And I've always said this. It's not it, there's no objective reality anymore, even if there ever was. And so that's a philosophical debate right there. But even if there ever was, less and less, it's become anything. In, a, in the post-truth world, in the world of fake news and all the rest of this bullshit they try and shove down our throat, that uh, here we are. I don't know. I don't know, man. I wish I had answers, and I don't. I just, I just again, you know, that, you know how we do this, more questions. You dirty, dirty conspiracy theorist. What else you got? We got a phone call we got to go to in just a sec here, but uh, uh, if you want to, you're, you're welcome to hang out if you want to hang out, but uh, we'll uh, wrap it up uh, with you in just a sec. Go to our call, and then if you want to chime back in after, you're welcome to. Yeah, sure. I'll just wrap up with this one. I just wanted to make that uh, the point. Uh, Joe, uh, Don mentioned that uh, Russia might be a good candidate for this, and I would agree with that because uh, while you got the rocket guys and we had all the Nazi head doctors, uh, Russia got all the mystics and started looking at this frequency stuff, and they even built acrylic pyramids. You try uh, with their frequency work. They, did, uh, they built acrylic pyramids to try and soften earthquakes, so you get only small earthquakes, lots of them instead of big ones, and it was working for them. And they they uh, licked to scalar physics as well so they're definitely on a frequency thing for sure so that's that's what i've got to say on that i'll just chill i'll just sit back mike and see see if i think of anything okay perfect perfect everybody uh rohan has a podcast it's called exiled minds you can find it in the links in the description below and uh don by the way i know you're listening he says he's catching up to the the, he's a little bit behind but that's the reason i ask because if you have a podcast or something i'd love to help you promote it right again we're not like super amazing reach wise but we're pretty good like this uh this show has boomed this year thanks to all you guys thanks to all the the great conversations like i say the the uh the the secret weapon of troubled minds is you is getting together with you never know who's listening and you never know who's going to chime in and uh give us a blow up our brains on any given night and that's just the way this has always worked so okay so uh that's what we're doing tonight uh so please as a result uh rohan's another one give him a follow the mighty rohan is uh he goes by 
by the name Liam Martin. That's his real name. Uh, scroll down, link in the description. Just check out his thing and uh, give him a follow. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got a podcast, and uh, he's here uh, uh, almost every night blowing up our brains. So thank you very much, Rohan. Let's uh, let's do it. We're still taking your phone calls. We're talking about Havana Syndrome. We're talking about uh, is there a sketchy connection to maybe UFOs or not? Do you think that's propaganda? What's going on? What the hell is happening in the world around us? That's the question, and that's always the question. 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Phone number's there as well. Let's go to our good buddy. I think it's Jack in Oregon. Am I right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's me. Yes. I got it. I, look, I'm terrible with names, but I nailed this one. Go right ahead, Jack. How are you uh, Welcome to the show. Oh, I got my number, too. <laughs> well, uh, hey, I, shout out to Rohan and, uh, and his uh, Antarctica antics. And uh, Joe in Florida, I really like his, uh, well, pre-Halloween show. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're part of the family, too. This is the whole point. We get together and talk about amazing shit. So I uh, appreciate that, and they also appreciate oh, yeah. you as, as well as I do. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, though, on, on the, yeah. the Havana Syndrome and the rest of this stuff? What do you think? Right. Well, what it brings to mind for me is, like, a cu- couple of times I've experienced some anomalous things, and one of them was, uh, well, it's a lot like the Robert Monroe thing or uh, whatever it is, uh, uh Binaural beats, okay? But imagine that, like, really low down and something else happening. You're like, whoa, it's disorienting. I've experienced some uh, disorienting sounds. I didn't know where the hell they were coming from. Okay. Meaning, uh, from where? Uh, you, you don't know where they're coming from? Okay, so what, what, kind, what kind of disorientation yeah. are we talking about? Are we talking about, again, like some of these same Havana Syndrome uh, symptoms, including uh, headaches, yeah, like nausea, a little base, like vomiting. a little. Go ahead, good. Mm, no, not like that exactly, but like something that might affect my brain. Okay, which I have some some experience with. Okay, uh, so yeah, just uh, all right. So. Uh, like you might have, you might have looked up on YouTube any of these n- number of uh, videos that will like uh, be like uh, binaural beats make you study faster, or binaural beats make you relax and go to sleep, or binaural beats uh, a number of things, right? Yeah, definitely. I've heard of it before. It actually goes back to Stonehenge, binaural beats. Uh, I talked about this a couple nights ago. Right, right. They say that, okay, just real quick to cut in before you continue with that, they say that in in Stonehenge, they had... Uh, they, they've done acoustic tests in that uh, kind of a, a particular drum rhythm in echoing through those monolithic things at Stonehenge were actually uh, a sort of way of meditation. And they would take uh, take people into a trance-like state, right? And we've talked about consciousness and all the rest of that on this show. And it is, well, go ahead. Go right ahead, sir. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Well, well... What I'm saying is that everybody like sees colors differently, supposedly, and uh, well, I think everybody hears sounds differently, 
also. And uh, so everybody's not on the same spectrum at all. And so uh, what might affect one person might not affect another person. And, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a thing called acoustic heterodyning, heterodyning. And that's where you uh, take two sounds and bounce them off the, uh, like two speakers and you bounce the sounds off one place to make a sound in that one place. Acoustic heterodyning. Okay. So, so, it, so, so what we're right. saying is that the, 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 these audio things we're talking about can make somebody sick. They can make them ill. They can put them in a trance-like state. There are different frequencies and different rhythms and this type of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. There are certain, there, there are certain sounds like, uh, that can make, totally make me like, want to vomit, for sure, myself. I've done these experiments. Okay. Did you ever actually puke? Hmm? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. That was a bad question. <laughs> uh, carry on, sir. <laughs> I was just being gross. Go ahead. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, I think uh, especially like you take like Darren Brown, for instance, the hypnotist, and you take all these sounds and stuff, and just people are like massively successful acceptable on a massive basis to just suggestion and outright uh, manipulation. It's an easy deal. Okay. Uh, the sounds you hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a background. Okay, uh, how about this? Uh, people like over 50, How? what's, what's the percent of them, uh, percentage of them that has uh, like uh, tinnitus and ringing in the ears? Ninety-six point seven five percent. I'm pretty sure. Right, right. Well, whatever percentage, uh, like everybody knows, they're old people. They're lame. Hello, and they're not with it or whatever. You're right. I'm just saying, uh, people's disabilities are readily apparent sometimes. But also, uh, m- many other times they're not. Many other times they're not, and that's the, that's the whole judge a book by its cover routine, right? There's a, there's a whole lot going on on the cellular level and all the rest of that too. So I mean, that, right, right? Come on, come on, give me, give me, okay. give me, give me some Mike is right. right once. Mike is right what? once in a while. Once in a while, Mike is right. <laughs> My favorite Western stars the what, Mister Nobody or whatever it is. Uh, Mr. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> it's a good Western. All right, it's a good Western. And? And, uh, well, love your show, uh, and uh, I can't wait to hear who calls next. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call. Jack in Oregon, you're the best. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you calling. We'll yeah. talk to you soon, okay? Have a great night. Thanks a lot. There you go. Phone number works. Discord works. Talking about crazy stuff. Binaural beats. I don't know, right? So again, back to that Stonehenge thing. And this is this is the thing, right? Like in terms of human consciousness, right? And this this is what this show is really about. It's about it's about I don't know. It's about so many things. But in terms of trying to boil it down to one thing, it's about our consciousness. It's about us trying to 
formulate truth from the world around us. And we're also being bombarded constantly by, by untruths, by uh, lies and deception constantly. And, and so it's becoming harder and harder to be human in this dystopia. Right. Uh, that's probably the best way to put it. Dystopia. And, you know, people talk about the future being dystopia. But if you f- fire up your Google News feed and it's telling you bullshit all day, every day, what do you know? You know, bullshit. And, and again, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying me, I'm saying us in particular as a group. We're regular ass people. I, I, I'm a I'm a uh, blue collar dude. Right? I don't have a fancy education. I don't have any of this. You guys know this about me, but I'm smart enough to know the shit they're telling us is not correct. That's all I know. All I know is shit's wrong. And uh, that's a sponsor conversation. Fantastic call, Jack in Oregon. We're still taking phone calls if you want to be part of the show. Talking about Havana Syndrome tonight. And uh, we, we kicked off the UFO effect because apparently if the Havana Syndrome has enough all by itself to get us into uh, a three-hour show all by itself, which doesn't surprise me because we've done several several of these shows on Havana Syndrome over the, the past several years uh, talking about the concerns here, talking about all the craziness about all this. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm not, uh, I don't put my money on being right. I put my money on asking questions and trying to expand, expanding the paradigm of our reality. Rohan, uh, what about binaural beats? You said that uh, in there in the uh, in the in the the chat there. It uh, whoa, uh, good take, good stuff, eh? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Because of these chats, you see these chats. It was an after show chat, okay? With it was either Austin or Matt. They mentioned that the uh, the Egyptians supposedly used to use a like binaural beats used to bounce sound one sound to the other, okay? I don't know if that's the, with those the final and light discs, and then they said, "Oh, they must be, you know, reflecting light, or whatever." But he was saying it was for sound to bounce it from one side to the other, and I thought well, that's interesting because out oh, of the ancients, they knew about the sound stuff and the frequencies, didn't they? So I thought it reminds me of that binaural beat stuff. So then it triggered me into the uh, segue me into those remote viewers that me and Ash talk about a lot, okay? Because there was they had a remote view target for the eye of the Sahara which is an anomaly in Africa, which looks like, um, it's a geographical feature that looks like a series of concentric rings, little like ripples, as if something's radiated out from the center. And when they remote viewed that, that was about frequencies and a, and a pyramid that they were saying it was this pyramid there that had a big vent on the side and it was like it used to kind of breathe. It had some kind of machine in it. It's gonna sound crazy, but it, it used to somehow emit some kind of mind controlling effect and it was, it was run by regular people, African people, but that kind of society was a cult and everybody was mind controlled through these frequencies that this pyramid was giving off. And the reason that it's not there anymore is because these aliens saw it, supposedly, and, and thought it was disgusting. And this cult was so dangerous, like a mind parasite, they had to kill everybody and they just completely obliterated it, you know. And, and, it, and it was interesting that they used a bomb and a directed energy weapon a bomb to kind of smash through the pyramid and then from the center it did this directed energy thing and just obliterated the entire area to make sure everybody got killed so they couldn't carry on the ideas of the cult so i don't know just for with the frequencies and stuff i think oh my god this is stuff gets deep doesn't it yeah i and and i think that's part of part of all of this is that is the the state of consciousness with people 
is that uh, is, is it susceptible to things like that? Is it? I mean, clearly it's susceptible to propaganda. I mean, because because you know you, you look at the state of the world we live in and people are just constantly flinging poo at each other, right? When, when it's like, hey, look, it, it doesn't have to be about being right. Like, just let's, let's talk. Let's listen. Let's, you know, let's let's raise that consciousness together and not like fall for the fucking BBC or the Fox News or CNN's bullshit because that's what they oh. feed us, right? And, uh, I mentioned the BBC just to trigger you because I, <laughs> I knew you'd be pissed off about the BBC. But, but yeah, yeah. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. It's about getting together and just, hey, what's up? What's up? Something ain't right. Something smells fishy in this joint, and let's talk about it. Uh, You're the best, Rohan. Uh, Stay there. We got Jennifer on the line. We're going to go, Jennifer. You stay right there, sir. I'm getting the popcorn. (laughs) Get the popcorn. Get the popcorn. Still taking your phone calls. We're big boys. Nobody tells us when to stop. That's why we do the third hour here. If you got phone calls and you want to talk about this stuff, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org and come join us. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? Good. Yeah, sorry, it's a little late, but I was like, ooh, maybe. Okay, so... <laughs> Go right ahead. I have to, So, yeah. All right, so putting it all together, kind of what it sounds like, the first thing that came to my mind before, you know, thinking about the microwave weapons thing, which still could tie into this technically, is like it sounds almost like... The first thought was, you know, people who experience something called a, well, like a psychic attack of sorts, Um, like it's a type of psychosomatic death. It's a real thing. Like people who have a, it's called like voodoo death and they've studied it in Harvard and it does kind of look like somebody's had a concussion, but there's no head trauma. There's brain hemorrhaging and like a, they have an increase of adrenaline because they're constantly feeling the sense of fear. And so it actually does cause the adrenaline to like increase so much and with nowhere for it to go, almost like an adrenal disorder, it starts to attack the organs and stuff. And that's how a lot of cursing and uh, voodoo stuff works. But the actual studies on it are that it can be caused with extreme stress too. It's seen like people being scared to death. So like not to mention the UFO thing, but kind of, you know, I'm sure the thoughts afterward about what they think they experienced and that could it happen again. And the fear of that constantly could cause damage to their system. A sense of like a, like a low blood pressure continuously and eventually it causes heart damage and damage to the brain. And the body's attacking itself with its adrenaline because of increased stress over a continual period of time. And I wonder sort of like if with these energy weapons, if they're directing that kind of energy that affects the adrenal system, the fight or flight feeling, but it makes them just really uneasy and it never stops. And it's a continual feeling of like dread. And if it culminates eventually over a period of time to causing some type of, you know, the hemorrhaging or the dizziness and everything, that would be like low blood pressure and stuff, you know, it could be just a, a feeling of dread. And, and I don't know, it just made me think of the lots of, you know, people talking about with, and they've seen it, they've studied it about with voodoo and cursing and how that actually works. And it's psychosomatic death. And so it's like a, 
a feeling that if somebody thinks they're going to, like the placebo effect, but the opposite. If somebody gives somebody something and tells them, you know, this is going to do this to you or, or you've been exposed to this, if they weren't ever relieved of the feeling, what kind of damage would it do to them? All, all the way to the extreme when it co- like comes to cases of deep faith or belief in something, it could possibly be a psychosomatic death or, or physical injury of some kind. So I wondered if, I don't know, or the microwave energy thing, not that people are sitting around cursing these diplomats, like, or, but you, if you, I don't know, and then you there it goes. <laughs> and remote of viewing and all that. Diplomatic ritual. <laughs> you know, you know. The diplomats show up for the meeting and there's know. somebody outside with a fire pointing a bone through the building. <laughs> I don't know. But even just on the, the thing with the energy weapons, if it's attacking or like sending a wave of energy that creates like a fight or flight type of feeling in the adrenals, but you never fight or flight. You're just sitting there with all that energy. And if it increases the stressor signals and that starts to excrete those types of hormones into your bloodstream and it's circulating through your organs and damaging your organs and your, it throws off the electro connections in your heart and all of that and causes arrhythmias or, or if it affects the brain and causes myocarditis, you know, the brain bleeding thing and all that. It could be just that people are, you know, I don't know, or the energy weapon itself creates that kind of, you know, effect. But also, too, I don't know anything about the Havana syndrome, except for, like, I read the symptoms of it, you know. And then when you think about the energy weapons, I've heard a lot about that, and they have a lot of, you know, they've become really adept at using them. But I wonder if it has, if that's kind of how it's working, maybe, you know, if it's increasing those kinds of things, creating like a... I don't know, like psychosomatic death type, death from a distance, death from afar. Because I don't know if people in those villages really believe in that stuff. So if they think they've been cursed or if they've heard about it, they start to think that they are. And there have been accounts of this. And also, too, with people who have a like spiritual attack, you know, like where they think they have a ghost who's trying to kill them you know, or something like that. It happens. And it's really strange. I don't know. It, it, but this is like very targeted. So you have to kind of wonder, I don't know, even if our society, if we're having kind of a prolapse of that just inside society in general. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Because people are so afraid all the time. And so if you're doing that all the time and you can't fight it or run away or anything, it could just be a continual, you know, your your adrenaline starts to attack your own body. I don't know. It's wild stuff, but great show, Mike. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I missed the first part. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now, now you said uh, just real quick before you go, you're, you're amazing. You know, you're amazing. Check this out. Bottom of the set. Uh, so let's see. Uh, so if it starts about an hour and a half in, uh, Don calls in and he, uh, wink, wink, seems to be a PhD and educates us all about 
Havana syndrome. He's talking about the on the cellular level, how it affects us, this, that, the other thing, what they've narrowed it down to, what the literature says. I know you missed it because you came late. Check it out because, like you said, you don't know a lot about it. He spends literally 20 minutes solid. Just talk, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I shut my damn mouth because he, he knows way more than me. Check it out. You're going you're gonna to learn way more than you ever thought you awesome. would listen to this show. Check it out. Uh, you're amazing. Thank you, Jennifer, for calling. Yes, uh, I will. Jennifer has a YouTube channel. Uh, she's amazing. Calls in uh, nearly every show. Uh, check out her YouTube channel. Give her some love. Give her a follow. Thank you, Jennifer. You're the best. Always a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Yes. Have a great night, guys. Bye. Thanks, you too. Uh, there you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Talking about pointing the bone, pointing the voodoo, the old voodoo tradition of pointing the bone. Uh, and that's why I'm not doing any kind of, uh, uh, just in case you guys ever wonder, is Mike ever going to do tarot readings on his show? No. No. Fuck no. We ain't doing that. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, I believe that we have our own ability to manifest our own future without outside influence of somebody pulling some card and casting doubt in your own mind. You be you do it positively and to the best of your ability. And we ain't having fortune tellers on this show. We ain't doing that. We will never do that. And when, when, by the way, that happens, you'll know I've been replaced by a clone. And I only say that half in jest. <laughs> What's up, Rohan? Anything about what uh, Jennifer was saying? If you're there. Uh, yeah, well, just on that, you do your own magic. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. That's what I think as well. So I think you do believe in magic. You just don't believe in letting other people do it. Empowerment, I think. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just, again, like, a, like that, that just, just a seed of doubt, right? A seed of doubt can, yeah. take, can take you down like literal dark places. Just, just a seat of doubt. Haters, yeah, right? Pos- people yeah, you're trying- thinking things. That's your, like your magical power. And I, my, the guy I put my internet in, ended up, we ended up having this conversation, and he was basically telling me how he does. But he wasn't saying it in those terms, and he was on like this positive thinking, and things work out, and then this thing happens, and this look at this happened, and it's like, and I'm thinking, yeah, you're doing magic, bro. You don't realize, sort of thing. Like, I think you're, yeah, anyway, sorry, that hop on that. It's just that I think that your positive attitude thing, that's what it is. It's the same thing. And, and, and I get what you're saying. It's like you go get tags. I've had, the, I've had tarot readings and stuff and things like that that people have offered to me. And, and I don't write them down or record them. I just take it in the moment because, like you say, if you someone tells you something's going to happen and you believe they were the future CEO, then you're going to make it happen, aren't you? You know? So, yeah. That, exactly. that was a great point. It ties in, it ties in exactly with that what Genesis is just saying as well. And I was sort of trying to say this from the start with the old medical crisis. If you believe something's going to hurt you, whether it does or not, psychosomatic. If you believe something's not going to hurt you, whether it will or not, psychosomatic. Yeah, you 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 you'll always trump it with your with your belief. I think. Yeah, that's just me. Uh, 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 the train's coming through, and that's it. Like, uh, I don't need any, any fires and bones pointed at me. We ain't doing that shit. We are not doing that. So uh, go ahead and curse me from afar as long as I don't know about it. Guess what? I've got a shield of protection because, by the way, many of you do not know this. I stream in a circle of salt. Circle of salt right underneath my feet. I step back into it when I get back on this microphone every night. What's up, yeah. And I often think you're always <laughs> awake at night time only. And I think, well, do you really want to mess with Mike? I'm just saying. I'm just, if, if you're only awake at night. I got, I got garlic mm. and wolf's bane on the doors. 
Try me. Try me. Don't get me started on the Second Amendment. Don't make me show you my things on the stream because we'll get taken down. <laughs> but, 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 but that's but that, the only fans, guys. That's exactly that. Uh, you'll, you'll see that exclusively in the uh, the OnlyFans. Uh, we actually call that a Troubled Fans. <laughs> TroubledFans.com coming to a to a, to a uncensored stream near you. Uh, all right. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so so I don't know, man. Like again, like I'm glad I'm glad that Don called in and set us straight here. And, and the, the whole point is it, just to consider all the things, right? And, and what I mean when I would say set us straight in terms of like the the, the literature, the scientific knowledge of what we have currently so far regarding the Havana syndrome. Okay. It's an important thing. It, like these are important aspects to talk about, to think about, to consider. Uh, but again, right. Like you, you don't know, uh, what, what if, right. Maybe this is a frequency generated from, well, I don't know, uh, back to that, back to the very first call we had tonight, Brian called in and said that he thinks he, he's ex military and he believes that we do have UAPs run by, uh, people run by the, the military by the government right and so what if you combine the two i i, I don't think that the, the stretch is that large right like you you hover in quietly over the where the diplomats stay and chill and kick it and then you um you know blast them with whatever the fuck you're blasting them with you know like it's uh i don't know i don't know you tell me you tell me well, on that i mean for one thing let's say it's, it's, it's i think it inspires confidence that um i haven't got any formal qualifications so it inspires confidence that people will call in they've got some technical know-how they can set us straight and then they're, and they're listening you know because all we're seeing on the if you watch the television is all the experts all the people with technical know-how are all singing from the same hymn sheet and that's obviously not true because that's not how humanity works is it we don't all agree on everything do we you know, so it's nice to hear uh, someone that sounds like they've got that technical know-how. Do you know what I'm saying? It's backing us up, sort of thing. Yes, sir. Um, and spe- speak of the cool. devil. It's some- sometimes when we talk about conjuring people, you know, how when you speak about them, they just show up. Oh. Guess who's back? <laughs> oh my God! Look at the date. It's six six six. It's six six six. Is the date? Welcome back to the show, Don. We were just talking about you. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Let's uh, we'll, we'll uh, again. Uh, the, the the beauty of this show is nobody tells us when to stop, and uh, I'm not sure if you meant to jump back into the caller queue, but if you're ready, you're back on the show. I know you were uh, 13 minutes behind or something and catching up, and you probably heard me call you a spook twice and call out your uh, <laughs> your microphone. But uh, welcome, welcome back to the show, Don. If you're there, if you're not there, that's okay. I completely understand. Uh, one, oh, thanks one, for having me back on. One, one uh, dose of me is enough for the night. But no, okay, welcome to the show. What's up, brother? How are you? Go right ahead. It's still here, man. Uh, no, I was. Uh, I just wanted to uh, ask a couple of your callers some questions, if that's okay. Sure. Um, and ahead. I wanted to like comment on some of the things that people talked about. So, one of the callers, the guy who sounded like he might have like some kind of respiratory problem, um, he talked about you know potentially using something like a gamma knife to injure someone, and like for you know for ordinary Joe. Uh, you know, that's, I, I think that that's like a potential risk. However, the thing to remember that with like a gamma radiation exposure or any ionizing radiation exposure, especially if you're trying to target like the internal organs, it has to pass through the skin first in order to get there. And with ionizing radiation, the amount of energy that you need in order to actually like damage an internal organ would leave an unmistakable mark on the skin. So 
you know, I, I have no doubt that, you know, somebody could use something like that. Um, certainly, you know, some killers want it to be known, you know, who, who did it, like the, you know, the polonium that you met, talked about earlier. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think that it would be like a good covert means of killing someone because, you know, doctors would recognize a radiation burn on the skin. Um, one thing that I wanted to... Uh, oh, so here's the other thing was that you said that you had some Chinese listeners and you thought that they you know, might be like some kind of political dissidents. So what I wanted to propose was that it's probably like a Chinese like political groups that are listening to you because, you know, understanding because a lot of Americans believe in conspiracy theories now and understanding what Americans are talking about and what they believe, and what they're willing to believe is a concern for anyone with a concern in U.S. politics. So uh, that's that's my favorite hypothesis for why you would have Chinese listeners. Uh, all right, perfect. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. I, I'm, I'm open to all those possibilities. And not only that, uh, I think, uh, by the way, I think you may be a Chinese spook, just uh, throwing that out there. But uh, continue. Spook. Oh, my goodness. Go right, go right ahead. <laughs> no, meaning, meaning I've, I've outed myself. <laughs> meaning, that, meaning that I'm open to all those possibilities. I know people are watching other people very closely, including in, influencers is the new term. But this is just a damn podcast. This is where we have a conversation conversation you know but right, the larger yeah. you get the more attention you get the more that type of shit starts to happen so um, i'm fully aware that, that absolutely may be the case. but yeah but yeah go go right ahead sir uh i wanted to uh, clarify something um the, the the 700 plus figure that i gave earlier i'm pretty sure the source that i have for that is mark lenzi so he was a security engineering officer at the u.s consulate in guangzhou and uh, that's in china and uh i'm pretty sure he was the he was the one who said that it's like been 700 plus people that have but you but you have to remember you don't really know who's included in that group like it could just be because the state department has asked all of their employees to be extremely vigilant to report anything out of the ordinary so somebody could have just reported like a migraine you know just just because and uh you know they may have just said okay well it's not worth investigating so it's 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 tough to say we don't have the information really um and then uh, another caller came in. Maybe it's uh, who's on the call with us right now? Rohan. 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 Is is that the British sounding guy? Are you from England? Yep. His name's Liam. <clears throat> Liam Martin is his name. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'll add it to my dossier. Um, <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh file. Nice. <laughs> we, made we made it. We finally made it, Rohan. <laughs> we're, we're there. <laughs> oh, so I want to thank Michael. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was actually I was actually really shocked whenever you're just like reading the names of people in chat. Like I was like, what? The, well, like, what's he doing? Um, but wait, anyway, wait, how uh, was that reading actual names though? Like first names. Uh, whenever I first joined the sh whenever I first joined the show, you were like reading out like names and stuff. Like oh, I yeah, gotcha. just gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. Um, oh, welcome. But uh, wait, wait. By the way, before you, Rohan, before you were continue, you the one? Before you continue, yeah, real ahead. quick, how did how did you find us? By the way. How did you find I that? monitor YouTube for Havana syndrome discussion. Really? For real? Yeah. For real. Okay. Yeah, I, have a, I have a number of different sources that I monitor for discussion of Havana syndrome. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, glad to hear that. Uh, go right ahead. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Rohan, were you the one who was talking about uh, active denial systems or was that somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, it was me. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I, so it sounded like you said that the mechanism of action was actually heating up the nerve endings. And I was yeah, under the impression really that the mechanism of action... Yeah, sorry, yeah. What's that? 
Oh, sorry, I was, I was reading it up on, on, a, on a wiki. I didn't, I didn't grab the thing because it's years since I've looked at it. I'm just on the show, so it might not be accurate. But yeah, that was off wiki, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I was under the impression that it was like a subtler electromagnetic effect that like was altering, you know, uh, like synaptic potentials in those nerves that are near the skin where, you know, the radiation is, can penetrate at, a, at, a, at an effective dose to actually create to actually stimulate the nerves but i don't know i don't know i haven't looked into it that much um it said, i think you said it's exciting uh, water and fat molecules in the skin you know and they said and they said that that was the mechanism of action huh okay yeah well yeah. all right maybe that is it uh, i don't know everything um so let's see uh was there anything else that we wanted educating ourselves oh yeah well <laughs> so you know uh our gracious host, uh, Michael Strange, you had said something about, you know, like, if you were, like, reading papers and discussing a lot of technical details on the show, that, that would make the show boring. And that that's probably accurate. There's a lot of people who, you know, uh, don't have the patience or the educational background to, you know, enjoy or benefit from a show like that. But, you know, knowledge is power. And when people say that, they don't mean, you know, like wild speculation is power. Like you have to, you have to know what you're talking about. So, you know, like if you're into like UFOs or like chemtrails or something, you know, go to school, you know, like get, get a degree in like chemistry or engineering or something. Like I, I, whenever I meet like chemtrail guys, I'm like, why don't, why don't you just fly a drone up there and take a sample and like run mass spec on it at like a chemistry lab, you know, like why not? You know, if you think there's something in there that they're not telling us about, why don't you just I have it analyzed and it's all like they always everybody gets this look on their face like oh my god like you're right like somebody could just could just do something like that if i just knew how and so you know i encourage everyone you know like get, like get get educated pick something become an expert in it 100 uh, you can do it i do not disagree and by the way if you've ever listened to the show and apparently you're brand new to the show i never undermine education because i agree with you 100 percent. go learn awesome. as much as you can as often as you can and that's it it doesn't even matter like uh, even if, if you're going to do some crappy degree i don't agree with go fucking learn just don't don't <laughs> fall for propaganda bullshit don't do that that's my thing and so i want i also want to say by the way there are other skill sets, right? So well, there are different types of minds, and I know you're going to agree with me here because you better. I'm going to twist your arm. But basically, right, there, <laughs> there are, right, like I'm an aggregator. Like I'm, I'm a news cycle guy. I'm, some, I'm a people person. And so it's a different kind of smart. There are analytical people, and literally, like, like if you put me to charts and graphs and all the rest of this bullshit, I, I, I tune out. I'm like, fuck, can somebody boil this down for me, right? Like, and you, you've done a fantastic well, you, job. Well, you know how to read a frequency response curve. Yes, of course. You, you said you were an autophile. Uh, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, of course. Go. I'm so just you saying. you know some things. <laughs> I, well, I never said I know, knew, knew nothing. I just know a lot, a whole lot of nothing and a whole lot of other somethings. But it doesn't matter. I'm just saying there are different skill sets, and you, I know you agree with that. And, by the way, I know you know that I'm good at this because fucking right I'm good at this. But the point is, right, even even talking about things that you don't completely grasp from like a 10,000 foot view, you can still have a compelling conversation. And you know, I'm right about that. Compelling? Absolutely. <laughs> Accurate? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, what scares me, what scares me, like in the last like six years is that, you know, um, you know, to a lay person, a lot of things can be very compelling. And if you compel a lot of lay people all at the same time in the same way, that could be very dangerous. And so we've and we've seen that, you know, I don't know how you or your viewers feel about it. But, you know, the vaccines that are available in the United States for COVID-19 have absolutely saved tons of lives. And the more people who get them, the more lives will be saved. But a lot of people, a lot of people are just 
saying all kinds of crazy things about it. And it's like, you know, kids kids at universities have like obtained samples and, and you know, analyzed them. And it's like, you know, they're not finding any of this, you know, random crap in there. It's just, it's just an mRNA, like inside like a little oil bubble that can, you know, merge with the cellular membrane and dump its RNA into the cell just the same in a very similar way to the way the actual virus does. But the RNA code that we give it is like a slightly modified version of just one of the genes that belongs to the virus. And so it's coded for a specific protein and we've made modifications to it so that the protein maintains what's called its prefusion conformation. So what that is, is that's the shape of the spike protein on, on SARS-CoV-2, uh, the virus that causes COVID-19, before it fuses to, for instance, the ACE2 receptor on the cellular membrane. And what that has allowed us to do is it's allowed our immune systems to specifically target that exact protein. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a new to humans, like advanced form of vaccination. Yes, that's a little bit scary. Yes, people were scared about all kinds of inoculations in the past whenever they were new. And there's, you know, there's good reason to be uh, until we study it, but we study it and we release the information and then lots of people don't believe it and, you know, they're killing people and they're killing themselves. You know, there are people on their deathbeds who are, you know, going like, oh, I wish I had, wish I'd fucking gotten the fucking vaccine. You know, I don't want that to happen to anybody. So yeah, it's, it can but, be dangerous. But hold on, but hold on in the same breath. And th- interesting you bring this up because literally go, go back years. We've been doing this show for years I don't talk about this stuff. You know why? Because I think it's it's a personal decision. It's a personal choice. Pe- people have their own religious convictions and all the rest of this, and I don't touch it. I don't touch that vaccine stuff intentionally. Oh, I'm I, sorry. You know, I, I will respect your policy and not discuss vaccines. No, no, show no, no. I, I didn't say we can't discuss it. I said I don't personally because I understand a lot of people listen to me, and I don't want to influence people one way or the other. Right. That's why I don't touch that thing. So you, you, go ahead. You're, you're a guest on the show. You're welcome to, to tell us your take. And it's fine. But that's just, again, like I said, I know you're new to this and you don't understand what we're about. And you probably think, I oh, know, what do you think? Listening to about the entire what? show, just, just listening to the entire show tonight. Do you think that we're just a bunch of disinformation knuckleheads? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I catch little bits here and there, but so far, like a lot of cool, interesting information. Um, you know, whenever I hear anybody say that they see a UFO, I, the first thing I think to myself is, well, of course they, they saw an unidentified flying object. They did not know the identity of the, of the object and it was flying. So of course it's a UFO, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm usually fairly skeptical of that. Um, I, you know, I, again, like, I think it's like, why, you know, why aren't people pointing instruments at these things other than like their cell phone cameras, you know, or the, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, I remember you used to see like, you know, a VHSC, like, you know, shaky cam recordings of them. Like, aren't there, isn't there, like, can't the community like pull together some resources and like, you know, like specs you know, start recording like, you know, RF spectra and, you know, like visual spectra. Like, if you think that they're emitting like ionizing radiation, why don't you buy yourself some radiation dosimeters you could have some guys you know as close to these hot spots as you think they are as, as you think you can get and you know like start sharing all that data like i think that would be fantastic like go ahead and do it like, if you think there's something up there do it but you know nobody nobody seems to seems to do that like it seems like 
it se it seems like it, uh, you know it, the community kind of wants to stay on the fringe you know they don't they don't want to actually find out what it is no, I think, uh, and i, I think uh, with all due respect i think you're completely wrong there i think there's a there's a whole lot of people that are actually doing those things it's just that some of those um so, uh, i i think maybe when we're talking about lights in the sky is that uh, there's a, there's a whole lot of other things that are not just you know uh, little green men flying a saucer from Alpha Centauri, right? And so I, I think that's part of the problem here is that, in my opinion, we don't even know what these things are, including clearly they're they're uh, UFOs, unidentified flying objects. Okay, right. But regarding that, there's a whole lot of actual scientific evidence that have, that have been chased down regarding this. I'm sure you're familiar with... Well, I, I don't know, actually, to be perfectly honest, because it sounds like from your... So, I, so I, I, I don't know. The only things that I know are things that, like, people have told me, right? Just, like, random people who believe in UFOs. Propaganda. Um, and Propaganda. So, <laughs> really? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you usually don't know if you're an asset right so of course random people could be just like giving me ufo propaganda but you know i, I don't know it's it, it's just in my personal experience it seems like everybody who's interested in ufos is a person who is very far removed from the type of knowledge that would allow them to actually collect useful information on it and they don't seem to be interested in it and they don't present me with that information now you're saying that some of that information is out there there are some people out there who are collecting that kinds of information i think that's very interesting i think that's you know work that is that you know has some worth to it uh but I'm unfamiliar with it, so I can't speak to it. Yeah, there's tons of stuff. And literally, like I said, three three point eight years we've been doing this show. Talk to academics about UFOs. Talk to all kinds of things, all kinds of different people, uh, including right. Like there's people that swear they meditate and conjure UFOs. Right. There's other people that swear they've got data that suggests that UFOs are from another dimension. And the reason we can't get a good uh, picture of them is because they phase in and out, and uh, all the rest of this. Right. So I mean, there's there's some actual data here uh, look up avi Loeb of harvard as a matter of fact he's one of the, the preeminent uh, astrophysicists in the world and he's just starting his own thing kind of in, in a private aspect because it's easier to get funding that way when you say the word ufo than it is to go through harvard because they're like fuck off leave me alone we're not talking about ufos bro so th there's a lot of that happening it's just um the the frustration has been uh robert bigelow for one uh bigelow aerospace uh, MUFON, there's a whole lot of organizations, right? But again, I don't know who to believe. And that's where this whole conversation comes in. All those guys, all those UFO guys, to be perfectly honest, I don't know. They could be full of shit. And that's that's why that's why we yeah, do this. Dude. It's, it's good to be skeptical. It's why we do this, dude. It's why we do it in this format because you never know who's listening. So, so, so thank you for monitoring havana syndrome uh, odd that you found us now because we've talked about this several times over the past few years so maybe you're there's a there's a couple of dark spots in the timeline that i missed uh meaning what dark spots of what timeline oh just in the like in the timeline of havana syndrome related activity on the youtube uh, just in the timeline of youtube videos so i, I, I probably just missed it i see kind of not not tracking it okay Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my friend, you are welcome back anytime. Uh, this is the type of stuff that we need to get just to just to get, again, uh, more of a better understanding of the world we live in. And it's not just me being a, a talker and a, wave my fist and say, hey, what the fuck? The propaganda is a bunch of BS. It's also, like I said, I, don't undermine education. Learn as much as you can from whoever you can all the time. And whether that's woo woo or whether that's, you know, medical journals, 
let's let's figure this out. Let's talk about these things. Uh, you you thank you for chiming in. Thanks for monitoring this conversation. Thanks for educating us on some some a ton of the things I didn't know. That's what this is about, dude. And uh, uh, I'm grateful that you were here tonight, and I'm sure everybody else is as well. Anything else you got for us? Hey, thanks. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I can take a break, but I, um, I I did want to ask some of the callers just two more questions. Sure. Go right ahead. Right now? Okay. Um, hey, Rohan, you mentioned something really interesting. You were talking about some kind of anti-earthquake pyramids built by Russia. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, because, yeah. yeah it it, it kind of remind me of, like, tuned mass dampers used in skyscrapers. Does it exploit like how does it work is it some kind of like destructive interference phase shifting reflector yeah, like yeah i think something like that i mean i, I, I don't remember it's, it's, it's been about 12 years since i read it but from from memory i think what it was is it it was using what people there's this thing called people call it pyramid power and for some reason the dimensions of the uh, pyramids in Egypt, if you use those dimensions, it seems to have an effect. People people do experiments making pyramids, don't matter what you make them out of, and then using like making organ collectors like the Wilhelm Reich and stick them physically inside a pyramid shape. And for some reason, it seems to kind of boost it. And I think that's what they were using that principle. I'd say I don't know the technical details, but if you look it up, yeah, it turns out it had to be at a specific angle or it didn't work. Do you know what I'm saying? And they did a similar thing, but uh, I think they built a prison out of granite as well to see if it would have a, a positive effect on the inmates, and it did. You know, did it did a better... That is super obscure. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's his super obscure, but it is it it, 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 it has to tie in with the Eastern stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like meditation, and frequencies, your body, and this, that, and the other. And it's all because what it is is saying that research is completely discredited. Well, 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 Wilhelm Reich, um, Kinsey did the study on um. Uh, in the 20s or the 30s on the sexuality and Sigmund Freud, they were all interested in this stuff and that force that we're talking about, uh, we're talking about the spirit force, the force that makes you have an orgasm, that creativity force and when you, we find now that when, when a sperm enters an egg and you get that moment of conception, we get a spark of light you know what I'm saying? And this it's all this stuff. So, so I don't know the technical details on it, but it seems that these things are all kind of linked together to do with what animates life. Do you know what I'm saying? And then the morphogenic resonance and it's it's complicated, isn't it? You know? Yeah, I mean I I'm I'm vaguely familiar with some of the stuff you're talking about, but I, I tend not to go in for that sort of thing. Well, the, well, the, well, why not? Actually, why not? Because the thing about science is the dissenting voice is vital, isn't it? And, and I think that's the problem why people right, are suspicious. As soon as you take away a debate, people get suspicious, don't they? You know? Right, but the, but the voices that dissented against organ energy seem to have been correct. You know, like there, there's no measurable evidence for any kind of organ energy. And well, like, sure, all well, fine, but like I say, I, I, don't, I don't know, and I don't know how, how that re relates to these pyramids. I'm just trying to give you some kind of okay. an idea of what the concept is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Sorry, I hope I'm not like uh, putting a damper on anyone's no, no, no. listening no, pleasure no, here. You're good, man. Because no, so, you're doing what we're supposed to be so doing. Exactly. Last question. My last question was there, there was another caller who mentioned something called acoustic heterodyning. And I thought that sounded very interesting. And I am curious, like, what the applications of this are and where the nonlinearity comes from. Because in all, for those who don't know, uh, heterodyning is like a way of mixing signals in order to shift frequencies. And in order to accomplish that, you need some kind of nonlinear 
response. Um, and uh, I, that sounds very interesting to me, and I'd like to learn more about it. So if he wants to drop it in chat or come in here, I would love to hear about it. Yeah, and not only that, speaking of non-linearity, uh, that's what this show's about. <laughs> Literally, in, in 100% of ways. It's, uh, it's agnostic in all ways, and like, let's just hear what people think, right? And not only that, why people think it. And I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, like I said, uh, I, I'm full of myself, and that's the way it is, because my ego's as big as the sun. But it, it's also that, uh, right, you, you learn from each other. And I don't necessarily think that... Uh, you know, uh, basing everything on a science book is all that all there ever is to know, right? And I'm sure you'll probably give me a little bit of that. But uh, but it, it doesn't. Again, it doesn't mean I undermine education. Go get it. Go learn as much as you can. Uh, do you think I'd be better if I was an engineer? By the way, like I had an engineering degree. Do you think I'd be better at this? <laughs> I mean, it would be it would be a show that would appeal to me more. But you know, everybody's got to be themselves. If you don't want an engineering degree, then you know that's not who you are. <laughs> I know lots of engineers in there. Well, <laughs> let's just say not into the woo, right? I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, so let me ask you a question then. Let me ask you a question. So, so scientifically speaking, are there things regarding consciousness and possibly magic? And of course, Arthur C. Clarke has said famously that, you know, uh, magic is any sufficiently advanced technology. No, no, no. He's, yes, he no. said that, but he also said this. Magic is technology that we just have not understood yet. So, so the thing is this, right? And this is, this is why we talk about it in terms of this. And again, invite people like you and people like everybody. Because, and I don't mean like you in a negative term, I mean like you in a positive term. Is because, right, like you get sort of what's coming in through the zeitgeist. You get what's coming in through, um, you know, people say they've meditated in reached higher planes of consciousness and things like this. Right. And, I, and again, I don't know. I don't know if you're into that or not or all, it doesn't matter. But my point is in the question uh, that I'm stumbling around here is that clearly as a obvious scientist that you are, or as a student of science, but there are things that we don't understand yet. And regarding them as magic, regarding them as magic though, is probably the same thing as saying, just like Arthur C. Clarke said, technology misunderstood. And that's what this is about. Again, uh, you know, this is about a conversation, learning things, getting together, talking. That's my question. You said absolutely. If you'd like to elaborate, go right ahead. No, no. Uh, I mean, you know, I just, uh, I think that the history of humanity and our attempt to understand the world around us is you know, a gradual transition where, whereby natural phenomena gradually shift from being in the realm of the magic and the supernatural. You know, everything is imbued. We, we tend to imbue everything with intent and purpose and consciousness. And, you know, gradually those things slip to the other side and we, we, we look under the hood and we realize how it works and it's like, oh, okay. But, you know, to me that doesn't make it any less magical and we certainly aren't at a point where we understand everything um but you know i i think that uh i think that the more you educate yourself the more you're the the better you are able to you know up imagine what might be and so you know i think that uh i think that an untrained mind tends to see magic in a lot more places and tends to see phenomena in a lot more places simply because 
they, you know, not understanding the natural world as well as somebody who is educated in those things, you know, they, they, uh, you know, they can't see they their their um, their faculty of of the imagination of what's possible is is going to miss more often than somebody who has a mind that's well trained in those things and you know i mean that's that's how i feel about it so you know i think i think there's a lot of i think there's a lot of nonsense out there but uh, there's tons of stuff that we just don't know about so Hundred percent. Uh, there's a lot of nonsense also uh, coming out of the the press, the the propaganda media about the scientific community as well, right? And so they say, you know, for instance, we don't have to get into it. This is not a debate, by the way, but we don't have to get into Fauci and how he's changed his tune like every every other week for f- fucking two years, right? We don't have you have to talk about that. It pisses me off because we know he's lying, right? So the point is that oh, about what. Uh, well, oh, okay. Well, lying about, uh, wait, wait, was that your question? Yeah. Lying about, for, the first thing he said was, well, don't wear masks because there's, there's actually. Yes, absolutely. There's actually. And anybody who knew any better there's, there's knew that that was a lie. You, but you're pulling up the mask me. on your face. You could be touching your face. Okay. So literally he started out this entire freaking thing with a lie, with a literally like the most egregious lie you could. And he was you doing just talking it, about whenever the, whenever the public whenever the public position of the CDC was that uh, we should not be using masks. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, but yeah. then again, I mean, I, had, I forgive him. Have... I forgive him. It was the right, it was the right choice. It was a difficult choice, but it was the right choice. Was it? Because are you not undermining science when you're literally telling lies to the public who are looking to you for information? Yes. Really? Yes. But that some, was... some, some number, some number of lives is worth the trade off. Okay, and we so, needed to get that PPE into the hands of medical professionals. Captain America said we don't trade lives. Yeah, just saying. Well, well, well why couldn't yeah, well, have said that? Once again, so this is the thing, right? This is a conspiracy show, right? And so the point of this is, like, look, the government is lying to us in all facets, and they literally are dancing around every single little thing through a statistical analysis that is cold and not about the individual. And that's what this show's about. What about me? Does anybody give a fuck about me? No. Who who Maybe. who takes who takes care know. of me? Who takes care of me? Is it is it Fauci? That's a good question. Yeah, to some extent, yeah, absolutely. Look, more lives were saved by that lie than had they simply allowed. Since they had, had they not said that, then the same thing that happened to toilet paper, and it, this did happen to PPE. PPE for a while there was very difficult to obtain. And yeah, because China bought it all up in all the year before. <laughs> if you look it up, China bought up all the supplies the year before, and that's true. So that's why uh, all the surplus off. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Drop some drop some links in the chat. I'll check it out. I haven't heard about that. Yeah. That sorry. Sounds, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's the same. It's why everyone did, was distra- was distracted. Did China buy up all the toilet paper too last year. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure. No. But I, you know, how you get toilet paper some places? In any case, like you see, like. Like, uh, this is so it's not a it, like I get it like reading a spreadsheet and making the best decision for you know a mass of people doesn't give a fuck about me and that's the whole point that's that's where it's like well, you on. you are one of the people who is ultimately protected by it but am you know I, am I though am I though well yeah absolutely because and we we've, well we've seen this happen in some places where you know the where there were just literally death panels where doctors had to decide who got to be in an ICU bed, who got to have a respirator. And if they didn't pick you, 
then you were very likely to die. Um, you know, that's the only reason they would ever put you in an expensive ICU bed or intubate you is, you know, in order to try and save your life because it's very likely that you're going to die without that medical intervention, without that monitoring. And again, and I'm so an, I'm an ignorant, but isn't it, isn't it true that also if you're intubated, you have like an 80% chance of dying anyway? Yes. Yes. You, by the time that they intubate you, the chances that you'll survive are very low and it's very sad, but you know, some people are fighters. Some people are lucky. They get through it. Um, yeah. Again, uh, like this is not this is not the rabbit hole I decided we, I was looking to get into. But just just point being, <laughs> point being, and, and I know you understand because you're a smart dude. You understand that there's another side of this. There are people that are rejecting this in many ways, and I'm not talking about the the, the vaccine or any of the rest of this. I am, but I'm not about about the the government media complex about Fauci literally the first thing he says in the statement he he he's lying to us because we know that he wants to protect a particular group above us right all the rest of that and because so say, those people were wait, saving wait, our lives wait, without wait. them yes sir yes a lot sir more people would have died but hold on would you rather have somebody lie to you and tell you knowing they're a liar i'm doing the best for you or not that at all you see you see, you see why people are suspicious you see it why? is it is terrible to to be lied to and it is even more terrible i think to imagine that there is a situation in which lying to the world is like a potential consideration even for a moral person yet i believe that we encounter just such a situation and it doesn't make me feel good but there it is Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It's a it's a telling telling the golden lie or whatever it is, right? Whatever the term is, I just made that up. So don't, I, I don't know if I would call it golden. <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying, right? Pragmatic. But you get, but you get why why people are suspicious. And again, right? It, it well, people are, people are, people would have been suspicious anyway. Most of the suspicions that people have that I've seen seem to be completely unrelated to whether or not Fauci, you know fucking preserve ppe by deceitful means for the medical community here in the united states so i mean you know the, the most of the in most of the lies out there like if these people like what what are people more upset about like that he lied about it or that they or that he might lie about something else or that well, people are dying and when i what i think that what i think is you know i think what side of that is more concerning to a person is you know uh kind of telling and oh oh okay we, we lost somebody um i thought that was me uh, no you're good um I, you know, I think it's kind of telling as to like a person's basic you know like uh principles and you know there seem to be a lot of people in our country who you know knowingly or not are circulating in information that leads to people dying and it's not the first time in my lifetime that i've seen this happen in the united states because you know the and i hope i don't offend anybody here but you know republicans are trying to disavow the wars in iraq and afghanistan but you know uh, democratic voters were telling them from the very beginning that this story about weapons of mass destruction in iraq is is bullshit and that look you know trying going to war in afghanistan in order to find like one guy or a couple dozen guys is a really stupid idea and that we're going to end up killing hundreds of thousands a million people and we're going to be at war for a long time and that it's going to cost us a lot of money and we shouldn't do it because it's not good for anybody and you know unless you're like a defense contractor 
And so, you know, it, it, it just seems to me that, like, the Republicans in general are circulating in, you know, this, the, all, just all of this disinformation and, you know, uh, just lack of trust in the CDC and in the federal government because they would rather have people die than not be able to, you know, role play uh, like a, like a, like a, a, a person who's being persecuted by a deceptive like new world order type thing like the fact of the matter is that a lot of politics is a lot plainer and simpler than than you know than it than a lot of people think it is and wait 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 why, why would you say that literally why would you say that which part uh, well the, the politics the politics are simpler than people believe so 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 who's being fooled in a lot of situations in a lot of situations okay uh care to clarify well, yeah, specifically here, you know, like in order to in order for a lot of people to justify like not taking the vaccine or circulating an anti-vaccine information, which, by the way, is propaganda, um, they, you know, they have to construct extremely elaborate conspiracy theories in order to do it. They have a lot. Of, they have to have a lot of details. They have to have a lot of participants. And yet, you know, uh, the simple, you know, the simple answer more accurately explains the current state of affairs which is that you know there's simply a lot of americans who really do not care about saving lives and we saw one in the white house we know that the president of the united states at one point said that he didn't care about covid because it was mainly impacting cities where lots of democratic voters are as opposed to the rural areas where there are lots of republican voters so you know the republican party elected a sociopath who you know who told them not to worry about the vaccine or not to worry about the the pandemic and set that ball rolling and that bulk then that ball continues to roll because these people don't don't actually care about human life you know what they care much more about is their fantasy that they're being you know persecuted by their government and while the government does lots of things that is you know not to the benefit of most people the government is a is a plurality of different people who are, you know, have their own principles, their own agendas, their own things that they care about. And these people, they act like they're very concerned about whether or not the government has their best interests in mind, and yet they refuse to correctly identify very obvious threats from the federal government. So, you know, that, that's what I mean whenever I say it's very simple. Okay, except, except however, when you frame it in those terms, of course it seems simple, but is that not uh, well in line with a propagandist? Because because these things aren't simple, because because literally, right? We're talking about like a separation of powers. It's very simple. Donald, Donald Trump told us from the very beginning <laughs> that he that he favors violence. He likes power. He okay. likes exercising power against people. And the people who got very excited about him were people who feel the same way. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Is the same people who, you know, circulate in the, the COVID conspiracy theories and saying that the CDC isn't trying to save us, they're actually trying to poison us or chip us or whatever. These same people, and not all of them, because not, not all people who circulate in conspiracy theories circulate in every conspiracy theory, but there's a good cross-section of people, and, well, I shouldn't say a good cross-section because this one's actually kind of obscure. The media but, is you already know, saying uh, it for you. The media is I live in Las Vegas with you. I live in Las Vegas with you. How do you know I live in And Vegas? I don't know... If because your number, your phone number is seven zero two. You might have told me you don't live here, and I would have believed you. But now I know you do. I don't. I don't so, live in Vegas. Uh, like, oh, you if, don't. If, okay. If, if you're parked in front of my house with a cell phone, hold on. I'll, I'll, be, right <laughs> I'll be right back. Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not that paranoid. Have me worried there for a second. All right. So, so yeah. I mean, so I mean, you remember because in our in our city we experienced the biggest mass casualty event from gun violence in the history of our country here in Las Vegas. Whenever Stephen Paddock talked about decided it talked about it a lot. Yes, sir. So let me know on your show. Have you circulated in conspiracy theories suggesting that either he didn't do it or no, no. Okay. Uh, props to you what's because the next one? what's the next one? Oh, just you know uh that that he was being mind controlled or something like that right like somehow it wasn't just a natural human event um but the people who i see circulating in these things are also the same people who are who circulate uh with who circulate in you know these conspiracy theories which amount to propaganda disinformation that is causing more death from the from the pandemic and what they what they did back, you know, whenever Stephen Paddock did that, is they all said, you know, uh, that that you know they either said that you know, oh, his body was planted there, or he was being like mind controlled, or you know, something to that effect. You know, just generally disbelieving that this man did it. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know we know who Stephen Paddock is. We know what his values are. We know what kind of person he was, because you know back. In the 90s, you know, after, you know, what they did to Rodney King and a lot of people rioted in Los Angeles, you know, uh, that guy, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, decided to, you know, like stay away from the from the violence because among people who, you know, were, you know, uh, protesting what had gone on, what had happened in the state of affairs that made it possible um in you know like a in like a peaceful way of course there was chaos there were people who you know there were some people who just wanted a tv or just wanted to break a window or whatever um and then some people who were just so angry that you know they didn't handle their own emotions correctly and they fucking lashed out but stephen paddock wasn't one of these people who protesting he wasn't one of these people who was avoiding the chaos that man threw on a flak jacket grabbed an, an automatic weapon and hopped up on top of a uh on, on top of a uh an apartment building that he owned that man was eager to to kill, you know, the the people who were protesting for justice. Still, though, and, still, still though, hold on, hold on. So, so you're like, yeah, once again, part of the problem is like, uh, maybe you got this show wrong and got me wrong, but this is never about like the fact of the matter is, and you continue to say that, like literally, we cannot derive the motivations of a Stephen Paddock that is deceased. You can look at some of the things that happened in his past and say, well, probably, right, to a certain percentile, but there's no freaking way you or me or anybody would ever know what his actual motivation was. Uh, determining, look, think we about can't it. be sure. Of course, we can't be sure 100%. But, you know, if I see, you know, a body lying in the road and a trail of blood and, you know, like asphalt scrapes on their body, I can conclude with a pretty high degree of certainty that that person was hit by a car. And so, you know, I, I, I choose to make the incredible leap from, you know, what we do know about Stephen Paddock to the kind of person that he was whenever he committed that crime. Well, clearly, and, clearly he was broken. And I think we can all agree on that in one way or another or multiple ways or all the ways the dude was broken. You don't just climb up in a building and just murder tons of people. That's not the way this works. That's not the way the world right, works. But you don't, but, but you know, you, you, I mean, it's, I think it's easy to dismiss it and say, you know, he was just like a broken person. Like it's a fluke, you know, but I, the, the fact of the matter in my opinion. But you're, but you're making it political, right? You're going to say this is a... Go, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Everything's political. 
You think so, so? You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, so. I don't live in you that know, world. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, you know, not everybody, not everybody does. Um, so, you know, I mean, I mean, what I'm saying here is that, you know, like, you know, people who think that the federal government is some kind of like unified organism that, you know, like, like has all these secrets and, and blah, 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 blah. Like first, the, the government is very fractured. It's made up of many people who believe many different kinds of things. And, you know, if you're, you know, telling people not to get the vaccine or you haven't gotten the vaccine yourself because of this fear that the government like, has like some kind of secret plot, you know, and that you're going to be a victim of it. What you need to consider is that there's a much more obvious plot right in your face, which is that the Republican Party generally prefers, you know, uh, doing things that kill people. You know, they, they like to start wars. They like to excuse murders by people who are like them. You know, uh, we know like uh, whenever, you know, whenever a cop, you know, clearly kills somebody and it's not and it wasn't called for. You know, there's only one group of people who consistently come to those people's defense. And it's not Democrats, it's Republicans. And, you know, this is consistent across the board with their politics. You know, whenever some maniacs, or as you say, broken people, you know, flew some planes into the World Trade Center, uh, you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Democratic voters who were clamoring to start wars over it. It wasn't Democratic wait, voters. Wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Look, this, this is the bizarre part, right? So, so you started out as like a sort of a PhD educating everybody, and now you've like gone full on like shit on Republicans. And, and the funny thing I, I find about that is that uh, guess who voted for all the rest of that stuff? That doesn't happen with just a Republican vote. That happens with no, like a consensus. No. Democratic, rep Democratic representatives got on board to authorize those wars, and they share culpability. Absolutely. Wait, 100%. wait, wait. No, no. However, so, so you literally just sunk your own boat. Again, I, I, literally, the, the political world I live in is political in the sense that they are all complicit in the bullshit we view every single day. Every single one of them, both sides of the aisle. That's the political role this I live is, in. And well, not exactly, only that. Exactly. Okay, well, well then why do you shit on Republicans constantly? When well, they can't because that's a dangerous false equivalency. Just because they're both full of shit doesn't mean one isn't dramatically worse than the other and much more obvious about it. I see. All right. So, it's, so, so you're, you're picking the lesser of two evils. I choose no evil. That's what you get in a democracy. That's what you no get evil. in a democracy. Demo okay. no, democracy is always about compromise. 100%. Okay. All the time. Uh, the founding fathers said, you know, uh, that, you know, uh, democracy is like a like a civil war without bloodshed. And so you're always going to compromise. You'll never get to vote un unless you are incredibly ignorant about the person you're voting for. You're never going to vote for a person who is 100 percent what you want them to be. It's just not possible. No, well, because because you have to say things that are untrue to become elected so that when you become elected, you can become part of the bullshit system that continues to spit in our face. And, and again, well, that, that may be so, but why do they have to say things that aren't true? And I, I would argue that the reason they have to say things that aren't, aren't true is because we refuse, we refuse lar in large part to believe the truth. We don't want the truth. We, we want to be told about easy answers to things. Most of the time we want to believe so. that things are going to be easy. They're going to be great. You know, we're going to make the country great again. Uh, you know, uh, we can, what, what was Obama's campaign slogan? Yes, we can, or something like that. Um, you know, like that's, you know, that's what sells in American politics, unfortunately. And, you know, if we, I think if we want them to not, 
I think if we want it to be plausible for a politician to be able to be elected without, you know, bending the truth, then we need to be educated enough and disciplined enough to be able to accept the truth. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, you're, you're, you're actually kind that, of... The I, right. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's fine. You're kind of in the wrong place because we, we don't really go lefty-righty. Like, literally, we don't do that on this show. I, I didn't used to either, and I realized it was a huge mistake. Okay. Well, however, okay, uh, we need to spend more time together because uh, you live in Vegas. You're you busy for lunch on Thursday. What are you doing, buddy? I no, I know. I'm just saying. I, 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 don't, I don't make any social calls these days. You're like, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. And, and just saying. Like, it, it's not, uh, you say it's simple and it's not complicated. I think it's extremely complicated. I think there's a whole lot more to it when you're, again, looking at a spreadsheet and you're lot, deciding. Sometimes it is. Versus, versus sometimes it is. But, you know. No, it's extremely complicated. Wait, hold on. Sometimes. Let me, let me, no, let me ask you this. If somebody looked at a spreadsheet and determined you were not whatever, not whatever, like whatever the term is, whatever the political term is at the particular time, they determined you as an individual were not whatever the fuck they were looking for. Is that okay? You see, like it's, it's one thing when you're like on one side of an equation saying, look, hey, you know, I'm a, a, they need me and then all the rest of these things. And I'm a, 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 an ex- a, a uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, a, 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 some, somebody that's needed. Right. So I can't remember the term. It's, it's not coming to me. But so, so like a and, and well, what about the indisposable? Indispensable. Yeah, yeah, whatever. There's a, that's that'll work. But there's a term for it that they were using, right? When when all of this shit went down, it's like, okay, well, all the people that we don't need, you stay home. All the people that we do need, go ahead and do your thing, right? But you get it. Like, what if you were on the other side of that line? Clearly, you're not. You were on the correct side of that line for you. But what about the people that were not on the correct side of that line? This again, th- th- this is a spreadsheet situation for individuals, and individuals become frustrated with these type of questions and these type of uh, decisions made, not on their behalf, even though they vote, they do the things they do. Right? Me, I'm not. I'm not impacted. I work from home. I'm lucky. I am blessed, and I am grateful every day for that. I don't have to get out and deal with all the bullshit that's out there. Right? But my point is, what if the line changed to the other side? What if the political wind blew the other way and you were the one that were like, oh. Like I become an essential worker. Non-essential. That's the term. Essential or non-essential? What if you become non-essential? What happens? Oh, n- well, no, no, no. The, the essential ones are the ones who aren't protected, right? The essential ones are the ones who, uh, who have to go to work. You, don't, you could quit. You don't have to go to work. Are you shitting well, me? That's, you're, that's true. That's true. You could quit. You could quit. But, you know, whenever we were, like, doing lockdowns and stuff like that, you know, the, uh, and I uh, guess we still could be, um, you know, the, the essential workers were the ones who continued to go to work because they were essential, right? Which, of course, is, you know, a, a euphemism for, you know, please, please put your lives at risk for the rest of us. And uh, instead of paying you more, we'll just, uh, we'll just ca- call you essential. <laughs> All right. So, so are you? So are you saying what would what, what would happen if I became an essential worker and I had to put my life on the line like that? I don't yeah, know. I mean, that that'd you be it'd be terrifying. I don't know. It'd be terrifying. Are. So, so I'm no, saying, I was, I've not been an essential worker. No. So, so I'm saying that the the way that line kind of flows with the political wind, we're talking about individual lives. 
You know what I'm saying? No, that's no, the whole point. No. That's the whole point. So literally spreadsheet deciding waves of people, scores of people, thousands of people, millions of people's lives and the level of danger that they are subjected to is bullshit. I think literally who's taking care yeah, of you? Yeah, I agree. Who's I taking agree. care of me? Who's taking care of me? Me. Me. You're taking care of you. I'm taking care. This this is the point, right? This is not just about it's well, about philosophy. But we also take care of each other. Of course. To, to a certain course. extent. 100%. Some people are some people benefit more than others, obviously. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we, we got a whole lot of callers trying to trying to like hump your leg. I'm not going to subject you to that. Uh, you, you've been very kind and gracious with your time. I appreciate it very much. If you have anything for us. Uh, I, I think the same thing about you. I can't believe you let me talk so much. <laughs> go, bro. Go, bro. It's okay. That's what the show's about. Honest to God. Go and literally go back. Literally. You don't have the time. I know because nobody does. I don't. But go back three fucking years and see if I ever said anything about taking the vaccine or not. Because I had never had. No, I, I, I believe you. I, I believe you. I, I did misascertain That's okay. uh, the I'm show a saying. bit there. No, no, it's okay. Like, I get it. Everybody thinks I'm fucking Alex Jones. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I, yep. I think, I think, <laughs> That's I, it. Yeah, I thought I, something like that. Yeah. yeah, Alex Jones is an asshole. Like, no. Like, like he's right sometimes, but so is a, a clock is right twice a day. What do they say? Dead clock. Right. Anyway. All right. You're the best, bro. Would you please, would you come back? Do I have to do another show on Havana Syndrome to make you come back? Or can you stop him from time to time and say hi? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll subscribe and I'll see, uh, I'll, I'll see what I see. Well, I don't know what your next show is going to be about. The fuck? I don't know either. (laughs) I I probably won't know a lot about it. That's okay. That's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, There's a question. Sorry. What are you interested in? uh, Somebody was asking that earlier. So it's a good time to ask. Um, uh, Shows would you like? What kind of shows would I like? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't really know that what shows would be like a cross section with this. I'll I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. If you can, if you can get people excited about researching a particular idea, a hypothesis that I have, uh, like I don't think this is true. Like I don't believe in this idea, but it is a hypothesis, and I haven't been able to disprove it. But what if the glowing shapes in the sky are actually plasmoids that are stabilized by remote energy beams? I've already talked about that two and a half years ago. You're fucking late to the game. You did. You're I'm late fu- to the oh man, yeah. You were so fucking late to the game. Not only that, not only that. Uh, it's uh, if you go back, l- listen to just exactly. Hey, somebody what you has said. a link to that show. Drop in the chat. I, please. I know a ton about that because back in the '60s, they had something called Project Palladium, where they were spoofing UFOs on Soviet and Cuban aircraft. Back in the oh, '60s. Yes. Project Palladium, look it up. I'm telling you. And so the thing is, this is this has been my hypothesis for a very long time now. And pe- people in the UFO community think I'm the fucking quack. But I'm like, look, hold on. The things they're showing us, the Tic Tacs, are very spe- specific to these uh, these uh, uh, these warships, right? They're specific to uh, military bases. They're literally biased towards these areas because guess what they're doing? Right. They're trying to spoof That's their fine. own radar with plasma projections in the sky. And not only that, you want to go super deep conspiracy? What about a plasma projection in the sky that looks like Jesus or Muhammad? You tell me. Allah. <laughs> This I'm telling you, this you're in the right place, dude. This, because I talk about UFOs does not mean I believe UFOs are real. I believe it's complicated. I believe life is complicated, and I believe a lot of the things we discuss are very complicated. But yeah, I, two and a half right, years cool. ago, cool. I did a show on that, dude. Uh, yeah, 
You're right. Yeah, I want to find that show. You're in the right place. Anyway, Don, you're the best. Please stop by from time to time. We talk about all kinds of whack shit, and if you stop in and uh, educate us here and there, I would appreciate it very much because uh, it's um, you, you clearly spent a lot of time, a lot of money uh, becoming who you are and with the knowledge you have and then spreading it to us and everybody, uh, to me, is a blessing. Uh, I thank you for your time. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thanks for having me. Welcome back anytime. All right, let's uh, let's do it. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, we went a little bit long because Don here is uh, an amazing dude, and he spent his time with us tonight. And was uh, I think it's a good conversation. That's what this is about. Again, like you guys know me, this is not about having an argument and being right or being wrong or anywhere in between. It's just about hey, look, you know, people see the world differently. And that's why we come together in this format and talk about these things. That's what it's about. I know people are chomping at the bit to get in and yell at Don. We're not going to do that. I won't let anybody yell at you. I'm not going to let anybody jump in here and like argue with Don either. We're not doing that. This is not what this is about. This is not Tucker Carlson. This is not the Don Lemon show. This is us getting together, hearing what people believe and what they think and why they think it. And uh, good shit. You're the best, bro. Rohan, you want to get us out of here? What, anything else on what Don said before we finish? Yeah, you, no, we're not. I'm gonna, yeah, no, that's good, man. You've, you've, you've uh, summed that up nice. And it's like you say, open debate. That's what we're asking for. So you got it. So, and, and yeah, there it is. And that, you've got to do this stuff. You've got to do this stuff. You've got to hash it out because somewhere there's a middle ground, isn't there? And in that middle ground, somewhere where we're going to find a way of doing this, we can bypass these politicians. They're full of shit. You all know this. So we're going to bypass that, and then we can get to a point where we don't have to compromise. Where we can look at optimum outcomes and figure a way where we can have optimum outcomes. And that's the goal. So, yeah. No, that was a great call. That dude was that guy was respectful. I thought he was a respectful guy. This is what you're supposed to do. You have got to ask the questions and see where you get and see what we got. You know, this is how we do it. So nice one. And share the knowledge you have. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. And again, Don's mm-hmm. still here. Thank, thank you very much, Don. We're going to play an outro here and do like we normally do. We go Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. And uh, again, this is the question show. This is not the answer show. I'm not the demagogue you, you, demagogue you tune into for the answers because I would read three answers and we'd end and it would be very, very boring and very, very simple. Uh, you tune into other assholes for that. That's not this. I'm a different type of asshole. And uh, well, that's how we're going to do it. And uh, if you want to be part of the show, well, you got to wait till tomorrow because we're done. So what we're going to do is play some outro music and GTFO. Here we go. All right. So thank you again, Don. Thank you, Rohan. Thank you, uh, everybody who was part of this show tonight. Thanks for all the great chat out there. Thanks for all the love for this show. Thanks for for considering that the world we live in is not what we expect. Not uh, the conclusions are not easy. And that's what this is about. That's what this has always been about. People like Don, not people like me. We're different. We're very different. However... We can get along. We can talk to each other. We can say, hey, you know, but there's some things that kind of don't jive with that narrative or this narrative and talk about them, right? And that's okay. That's literally what this is about. I'm not trying to, like, have some kind of epic debate and dunk in somebody's face and teabag them at the end of it like it's a fucking video game. Life is not a video game, all right? Life is complicated. There are stories people need to tell, and there are specifics. And we have a heart, we have a mind, and we have each other. And that's what this show's about. So, as we finish, you guys know the drill. Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. Troubled minds coming at you. Talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. So, stay tuned tomorrow. Uh, The bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we've got tomorrow. And, well, we'll do more of that. So, all right. As we finish, it goes a little something like this. Be sure, be strong, 
be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. This is where you howl. This is where you howl. Yeah. Dawn, thanks again, man. You're the best. Appreciate you uh, hanging out with us and uh, giving us uh, the knowledge. It'll be a minute or two if you want to uh, say something to me as we get out of here. But yeah, let me know. You're uh, you're here. You didn't bounce, so I'm curious if you got to you got some offline words you want to say. You're more than welcome. You don't have to leave. All right, so uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, guys. See you then. Uh, as you know, we'll be in the Discord having the after show chat per usual. Come hang out. Come come kick it with us. Come meet uh, come meet people. Come hang out. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Everybody's welcome. This is agnostic in all ways, philosophically, religiously, and all the rest of this. So uh, what what uh, you don't have to be anything other than yourself. And don't be a douchebag. Don't be a bigot. And respect other people. That's it. It's as simple as that. Uh, easy rules and. Uh, we'll see you in the after show thanks again see you guys soon